Well, hello, friends, and welcome to Virtual Show, or Strangers in the Night, or <laughs> Late Night VR Show, the only Late Night VR Show, I might add you. I'm your host, Wes. With me, as always, my good friend, Roots. Roots, we did it, man. We got it in with this much Wednesday left. I mean, it was almost the morning show, right? The Today Show of VR. Well, I was going to suggest that for some people, you say it's the late night show, it's the early morning show for like, uh, you know, uh, the UK, Australia, those type of people over there. So they get to wake up to us and uh, some people get to go to bed to us. But I'm just glad that we got everything going properly. It seems like there's always something at the last minute and uh, um, never fails. Yeah, you know, there's just Dude, always something. It's been a hectic day, a day full of VR, a day the likes of which we've never seen, really, I would say. We've never really quite had anything like what happened today. I know. It was crazy. I didn't even know anything was going on, and I looked at my phone, and everybody was blowing up the Discord, and everyone's getting excited, and I was like, I, I couldn't properly take a look and see what everybody was getting excited about. I could see it was uh, PSVR-related, so I knew Sion was right in there getting ready to see what was up, and, uh, man, it was good. Well, that's how it started was as a PSVR thing. But man, that wasn't all we got. Not by a long shot. I mean, so many announcements. Games we knew were coming got release dates. Games we didn't know were coming got announced. I mean, just freaking madness ensuing. And uh, we're not going to talk about all of it today, obviously. Uh, there's too much of it, right? And this isn't really our news show anyway, right? We're news shows on sunday so we're going to talk about a few of the highlights or at least what i consider to be the highlights of the day and then we'll we'll deep dive on uh, sunday show when i'm sure i'll have a list this long of uh, different announcements for us to go over but before we do all that we're going to do what we do on the monday show virtual show strangers in the night whatever you want mm -hmm. to call it uh we're going to do what we do we're going to talk about some games and uh i feel like that part of the show tonight is actually really good yeah i agree late night strangers in vr no um there's, a, there's so many different names that keep going through my head uh and you know nothing's official you know we're still we're still like rotating stuff and uh eventually it will be solidified but uh we're gonna hold off on on the actual solidification but um yeah no i'm excited about what we're about to talk about you know it's funny because you mentioned to me um on the discord that you were like uh Oh, should we even talk about some of this stuff? Because uh, we don't want to take away and not have anything to talk about on the um, Sunday. But you were, <laughs> you were like, now never mind. Actually, there's so much. Like we could literally talk about what we're going to talk about today and have a full show, and then some. We could probably do two shows out of what's left. There's so much information, so much news that came out today. So, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll have to uh, we'll, we'll have to be sprinting once once we get started on Sunday because I mean there's so much. And there's more to come, dude. I know of at least one announcement that should drop any day now that uh, hasn't yet, which was kind of surprising. Uh, but uh, for you Oculus Quest owners out there, especially newer Oculus Quest owners, there's a game coming that uh, that you're probably going to be quite interested in. So, uh, you know, keep your eyes peeled for that. And that's really all I can say about that. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a couple other things out there, right, that are coming that... Um you can't really talk about but uh 
don't know. I'm excited, Wes. I think it's a good time for VR. I didn't think we'd be having... You know, who would have known that 2021 would actually have some good that comes out of it, right? So. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's shaping up to be a banging year. Now, anytime we get, you know, any announcements, I think back to that guy. I don't even remember who it was. Somebody left a comment like a month ago, six weeks ago, that uh, that he didn't think that we're that we were going to get any kind of games this year. That it was going to be a terrible year for VR. That twenty twenty one was the zenith, the peak, uh, and it was just all downhill from there. But uh, <laughs> from the looks of it. 2021 is going to continue the trend upward and uh it's going to be our best year yet in terms of games yeah yeah absolutely Sion says he he beat into the radius that's newsworthy that is newsworthy and this is the game portion of our show so i'll give you some points for that although you're not in the competition um but i'm glad because that means you can move on to some stuff and you can move on to some new games well, we're on the topic of the uh, the beat it competition. Why don't we go ahead? And, because I need to make some changes to my uh, to list. my list here while I'm thinking about it. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and bring this this up here, so I don't forget to do it. Uh, because there are some games that I'm playing. There are some games that I, I'm going to start this week, and we're gonna have an update uh, probably in two weeks, maybe three. Uh, where we're going to kind of show our cards a little bit obviously a little easier for roots since he's a streamer and uh, i'm doing pre-recorded but i think i'm going to have to switch over to streaming roots because i can't get my stuff out nearly as fast as you can if i've got to edit everything that i play well see that's the thing it depends on how you look at it because like i was there was a game i was going to play some um record some gameplay on myself and i was my plan is to just put it out because like you said it has to be in a full it's full completion so i was going to put it in stream form just out you know now that's not as good for consumption i guess but uh um everything everybody loves things to be edited perfectly and uh i don't know okay so lies beneath is already on there which is good because that's one of the the titles that that i wanted to make sure was on there uh i'm gonna go ahead and remove star wars squadrons for the time being and i'm going to replace that with little nightmares now is lice beneath is on your list or my list oh it's on it's on mine okay uh hold on a second here i I was going to replace star wars with uh star wars squadrons with little nightmares vortex but I forgot about the rule the two that rule. we can only have two PSVR or Vorpex titles. So I got to get rid of a uh, a PSVR title, hmm. I think. Yeah, yeah, I've got two PSVR titles. Let's go ahead and get rid of Iron Man VR for a little while. And I'm going to replace that with Little Nightmares on Vorpex. Work. I, need to, I need to take a look at that list. I, I mean, I'm not really close to any games that I would want to switch around, but I might want to take some make some changes i I just i just have so many different things that i want to play that it's hard for me to decide and i just kind of threw 10 out there at the beginning right off the top of my head but now i've kind of given it some thought and i know what i want to play right now Mm. and i want to play little nightmares 2 right now but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go straight to the sequel right i want to play the first one first Mm. and the the second one so yeah i thought about picking that up little nightmares too i thought about picking that up myself 
it looks awesome dude it really does yeah uh all right so uh i'm putting that on there and i'm also going to remove well let's go ahead and, and remove squadrons uh because i think it'll be a little while before i get to that one and i'm going to put in its place the um the second game that we're going to talk about today and we'll, we'll, we'll reveal what that game is in just a little my second game that mm. i played uh I'm, I'm going to put it on there and it's a it's a short game so okay. i'm not even going to i'm not even going to try to debate you know points on it. it's it's a five point game uh it, it'll only take me a few yeah. hours to get through it five points five points bro yeah you know now little nightmares how long is that that's the question uh so i'm going to take it to google here Let's see how long is little. What's up, Doom Sly eighty two? How you doing? He's rolling into right. the chat. Looks like it's about seven hours, uh, six six to seven hours. Uh, I would say that it's probably going to take me seven hours to do it. So this says ten to twelve here. I, I'd say it's a medium a medium size title uh you have uh any issue with that oh no i thought i was thinking rest for some reason and but uh, now i remember little nightmares too no it's fine yeah, okay yeah so, no see uh, i i figured the the point system is so close time wise to to worry about you know semantics of of whether it's a short long medium you know i i just don't i think it's it's whatever you think is fair i'm i'm rolling with it yeah okay well cool so uh so two titles added to mine there uh i'm going to and that's in addition to lies beneath that's already on there uh little nightmares and uh rest hopefully when we um when we convene in a couple of weeks two or three weeks that i'll have all of these finished and uh we can compare to uh, what you've got done um any changes that you'd like to make on yours do you want me to remind you what's on your list yeah i don't even remember what's on my list anymore i was thinking lies beneath might have been on my list i was about to yank it and let you put it on your list because i couldn't remember. i knew it was on a list so yeah no, it was on mine uh dying light uh oh, yeah. helix vision uh you've got from other sons on there uh you've got the persistence which i was actually thinking about today wanting to play the persistence uh dead effect two which we need to do together and yes. we need to do uh it's time to do a money show bro it's time to do a money show and while i'm thinking about it uh i want to go ahead and send a big shout out and thank you to our newest patron shiny robot thank oh, you hey. sir for joining yeah. the ranks yeah. uh we oh, appreciate yeah. it and uh i want to go ahead and throw this out there too uh i'm going to come up with a way to publicly recognize you guys by name on every episode whether that be a crawl or a, a thank you list at the end if you do not wish to be publicly you know thanked, uh, thanked or, or no if you don't want to, people to know that you're doing anything here uh let me know over the next week or two uh you know you know how to contact me all of you know how to contact me let me know you don't want to be on it and i'll leave you off but uh we really appreciate you guys very much and uh i, I want i want you to know it and i want to put it out there and let the world know it that uh we appreciate all of you who uh support the channel that's a really good idea 
to have um we could have uh like you said a crawl across the bottom you can even have um super chats or whatever anything that you guys have done for the channel we definitely appreciate it and uh like Absolutely. to um to let you and acknowledge you so for sure all right uh, so dead effect two uh you and i are going to hit that one soon and uh, probably do a money show well we, we we've already picked another game for the money show too so uh we'll be in both of them we'll, we'll just say that uh vertigo remastered five mm -hmm. points for that uh chronos uh on your list gauntlet you finished and replaced with jedi fallen order mm -hmm. uh dick wild two dick wild two serious sam three in the wizard's dark times so uh, that, that's your i'll leave my list to, as it is right now because i don't know what to replace if i was going to replace anything it'd be probably chronos or the persistence at this point because they're very long games um everything problem. else i have plans to to play soon i i'm um although actually i need to i want to i guess i won't be able to do it until i finish jedi fallen order or, or whatever but mash daddy and i've been playing through a way out um that prison escaping game and um in vorpex or i've been using virtual desktop and uh it is it's just amazing dude it's just an amazing game so i'm gonna probably do that one at some point so cool awesome yeah yeah it'll be, it'll be a good conversation to have on that episode when the time comes yep all right so we have that updated and good to go um when we say hello to our friends in chat the troopers that they are staying up to the late night hour gamer chick up late again thanks for uh stopping yeah. by tiffany uh doomslot 82 delirium drew mash daddy cool uh let's see here da, 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 da. i bet doomslot's pretty happy today huh roots just judging by his name yeah dude i'll tell you what man i'm happy bro there's so many good titles and you know and it's what's kind of well we'll preface this before we even get to to that way 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 down the list um some of the reactions wes from people were a little weird to me um and i'll just leave it at that for this point but uh weird, weird aren't weird. they always though aren't yeah. they always though i mean honestly yeah absolutely. uh scion of course in the chat showing up for his favorite psvr news you know scion puts on a front like he like he hates anything that's not pcvr but mm. i think that he wouldn't enjoy our show half as much if he couldn't sit out there like the old dudes on the muppets and just heckle <laughs> about pcvr and quest all the time i think that uh i think that in the back of his mind that he knows that within two years time that the pcvr crew are basically going to be uh hoping that uh all of the standalone console games make their way to pc and that's pretty much what they're going to get yeah is uh what gets shared with them you know i know well what's funny is uh, i never thought of this like picture in my head but um those muppets the the two old guys it's drillo and scion and they're just <laughs> yeah, exactly. shitting all over the 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 quest and the playstation vr um but you know we appreciate their opinion just like everybody else's it's wrong but uh, we appreciate it so. uh mash daddy cool coming through with the uh the bigoted statements he says psvr master ratio <laughs> and then he says uh strangers in the mist like gorillas in the mist and i want to ask him what he's what does he mean by that bro i'm going to cancel you bro you don't say stuff like that acid three times in the uh in the chat i, I wonder what that name means it sounds uh mm. 
three sounds hits. Sounds like a good time. Yeah, three yeah. hits of acid, like... I think. That's what it sounds like to me. Uh, ET2K9 now showed up. We couldn't start until he came, Roots. And, uh, you know, uh, you know who else can't start until... <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh yeah you, you went too far with it so it had to happen so <laughs> yeah yeah we got too deep in didn't we yeah. you know who loves it when we get too deep in roots <laughs> oh yeah My <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, rob s radio runt uh our rider dies are out man chris richardson all of them showing up at the late night hour proud roots to say we're the only at least right now that i know of the only late night vr show and uh, i don't know why we didn't just see it all along from from day one yeah absolutely i agree i think it's a perfect fit and uh well it's good for you to not be you know just getting off of work and actually be you know this is your time you're usually up and doing stuff so dude i've been up all day it's been such a full day of vr like yesterday i couldn't play any vr right uh, I did stuff with the wife, hung out with the wife yesterday. And um, by the time we got done and, and back and settled in and everything, uh, I didn't feel like playing VR. I played two hours of Godfall and then I went to bed. I'd said, uh, I said, I'll play VR tomorrow. I'll, I'll play all the games for the show tomorrow when I wake up. And I woke up, you know, bushy tailed, ready to go. I knew that we had an announcement. One, I knew we had one coming today um i didn't know what was going to follow that and from that point forward it was just a a torrent of me sending out emails me you know texting with people and and talking on social media uh about all the stuff that went down today and I'll, before you know it the evening time's here and i haven't started any of these games mm. so like literally I, i've i'm coming off like a marathon session of, of playing all these games right now and uh dude it's been a long day of vr yeah yeah it kind of been the same way except for you know i i decided i and i thought about i should have streamed hinge last night it would have been perfect time to to kill two birds with one stone but i um decided to stream ghostbusters remastered instead and um i just wanted to go through uh my my backlog of epic stuff so i decided tuesday nights is going to be my um my uh try new game from my backlog of epic free games and uh it was pretty cool it's different i got to awesome go awesome. go some or bust some ghosts uh void citizen andrew checking in uh both talking about uh walk about mini golf and the uh and the new course apparently that they got and uh drew also pumping up population one season one which i haven't checked out mm. at all yet not even uh haven't even watched any content from it yet we need to get back into that dude you know we need to put some time in me and you that'd be a good money show as well um you know there's a lot of good changes uh, they've got a katana dude um big sword and what's cool is you know you're obviously you can just swack the hell out of people uh but if you hold it both hands it puts a big shield up in front of you and so people are using that but your feet are you know i mean it just adds a different level because there's a lot of people that will snipe from far away you just grab that shield up and you can start you can kind of protect yourself and move to a different spot oh, that's um, awesome it is really it's just different man you know uh and then they've got soda uh, cans now that are shields and the sh the cans stack for soda for health or for shield and the bananas as well in the stacks of five so you can it makes it viable so you not only is it cool Wes, um when you're using them and you're doing your thing but when you kill somebody and 
all these cans start popping up everywhere um from their inventory it's like oh it's like christmas bro like it's just christmas all over again yeah mash daddy speaking of stacks of fives coming through with the five dollar mm -hmm. uh donation saying to get back on my good side lol <laughs> yeah bro uh you you know me bro i can totally be bought oh, and man. uh you and me are cool bro <laughs> all the way uh no with the pop one dude yeah I, I think that you know i've read about these changes and then they sound really cool what i really want though and i want it not to be seasonal but permanent i want two things i want singles mode all right i don't want to have to be squatted up not that i don't enjoy you know playing with my friends but i want a singles mode it should be in there mm. and uh, i want private matches dude i want to be able to grab a bunch of my crew and just go play with those guys i don't want it to be left to luck of the draw they're both coming. Uh, they're both coming yeah. but they both they have to be right they both cannibalize the the lobbies but the lobbies are getting quick enough um and they're they're both needed especially the the private games um because it would be great to have 18 people in there uh, you could do your own tournaments and stuff you i mean especially with all the content creators that we all have in our circle i would love to play you know me you and um i don't know i guess we'd have to pick somebody really good that's a content creator to come on our team that's not a duo um or even duos would be cool team you know having those different options i agree would be absolutely cool but everything else that they're doing um with their decisions are are absolutely good and uh um i like it i mean there's a lot of sweaty people in there a lot of good people a lot of people that scare me less but um other than that it's fun yeah, man, if we could just only have private matches, uh, then then it would really open up the game because we could all agree on rules and stuff and throw in special modifiers. For example, we could just go have a knife fight. Like everybody, just knives. Let's all just go fight with knives. Stuff like that. that you know, cool. pistols only, right? Pistols mm -hmm. only, sniper rifles only. Uh, things like that to kind of make the game fun, keep it fresh. Uh, even though I, I don't think it's getting stale because they, you know, as we mentioned, ha have went to seasonal content and are constantly tweaking things. You could try to get your group, your friends in there and try to make it, you know, everybody use knives. You know, we, uh, me and Jim Hall pissed off a server of uh, Sea of Thieves one time that because everybody went to an island and decided they were all going to melee. And then we just blew up everybody's ships and uh, and everybody got pissed because we weren't in on the the little thing that was going on and uh it was fun so. <laughs> yeah it sounds that way uh anyway uh lots to talk about why don't we get into some uh some game talk or, or really not not so much a game uh, that we're going to start off here with so uh what roots and i decided to do kind of as um uh well actually we've been talking about doing it for a few weeks we wanted to put the spotlight on a few of these smaller games because you know week after week when we're getting in here and we're checking out the steam sales and we're checking out viport infinity we always come across these games that we've never really heard of never really looked at uh from these smaller studios but some of them look really good games and and, and you can tell that these developers just aren't very good at marketing like they haven't promoted their game so nobody knows what it is uh so we decided we wanted to try a few of these so i personally took to um viport infinity of course because there's so many of these games on there and uh, i picked out a couple i wanted to check out 
one game we decided we were going to each pick a game but then i also came across say an interactive story uh that i, I wanted to check out and uh that's what we're going to talk about first we're going to talk about a game called calibon uh below uh and i keep calling it a game because it kind of is like a game it's fully interactive you you move through the game uh, through the experience through the story uh like it's a game but it's pretty much just uh a walking simulator without free locomotion so you're not actually walking uh it's teleport only uh room scale stuff so there's no like there's no turning at all. You have to turn your body. You have to stand up and turn. Uh, and there's a the only control in the game is a button to teleport. And uh, the way the thing works is uh, you're basically moving through uh, a very linear map. Uh, and you're looking at things. And when you look at things, there's narration. There's voice acting that you hear, which tells the story it's it's you your character that's speaking out loud or thinking to himself and that that's kind of what you're hearing is your own internal monologue and, and let me tell you roots this thing shocked me not only with how good the production values are this thing is freaking beautiful in the headset uh, but just how good all of the production values are and all the all of the the storytelling aspects of it i absolutely had a blast in this thing of course, it is kind of horror themed, so it's right down my alley. But the environments in the game were breathtaking. The story was dark, and uh, the ending was shocking. Uh, and, and I mean, I just, I really enjoyed it. It's only about 20 minutes long, and it's on Viport Infinity. And uh, if for those of you out there who could get past the lack of locomotion options, uh, I really highly recommend it because it's, it's really, uh, it was a unique experience. Uh, I really haven't, um, I haven't experienced many things like this in VR, especially to this level of uh, production quality. Yeah. Um, so uh, I, I actually checked it out myself too, because I after you said you were doing it, oh, and it was awesome. a sh short experience. I figured why not? I might as well check it out. Um, and uh, so, what was it like? Um, the the poetry or whatever that they was saying through there. I mean, because it's very poetic, right? Um, it sound, kind of sounds yeah, like. It, oh, go ahead. It almost seems uh, Shakespearean, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, or like uh, you know Poe or something. I don't know what it was, but it was it was definitely very good. It was um, what I thought was cool was um, you know, the way when you're turning these things and the moon's like shining and you're going down these pathways and like you said it's like leading you down it was it was like the walking sim that i want a walking sim to be it was very intriguing very interesting very like you said creepy i'm like i'm like looking at uh big old like freaky faces man it's like you're in some nightmare right and uh yeah and it's like it's like um it, it's it's crazy how how good this stuff looked because i mean you're in like a game world but it's like they overlaid 3d movies into it because the 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 npcs you know the limited npcs that are in the game i mean it, they look freaking real right in front of your eyes don't they yeah yeah no everything was uh i just thought it was really good and um it was definitely like you said dark and uh very very well done and like gamer chick was saying she has no problem with uh experiences as long as they're not labeled a game uh star wars vader immortal dojo <laughs> right. but they got the dojo 
Um, but uh, yeah, so yeah, as long as it's an experience, I mean, that's the thing is like sometimes, just like you said with uh, the PlayStation VR, now granted it was Godfall, but sometimes I don't want to go in VR to play a game. Sometimes I just want to chill and I want to watch something. Um, and I guarantee stuff like this, you know, is very minimal interactions. There was a little bit of interacting, like I said, kind of shifting those things or whatever, following the path, going down that pathway and stuff. Um, but uh, overall, it was more of just an experience, and it was really good. Yeah, you know what it re reminded me of, uh, and really kind of both of the the titles that I'm going to talk about tonight reminded me of it in some ways. Um, here they lie. It reminded me a little bit of here they lie. It, it doesn't have that crazy, you know, psychedelic, you know, George Lynch feel to it. Like here they lie does, but it had that same feel to it. The way you moved through and interacted with the world, the way they told the story, uh, was very similar to, to here they lie. And I kept thinking about it as I was playing it. Um, I, I would love to have more stuff like this in VR. And if you guys try it and you know of other titles, that operate like this one operates uh please let me know because uh you know we've said it before uh walking sims everybody acts like they hate walking sims but there are good ones and the good ones are the ones that give you stuff interesting to look at right mm -hmm. and uh this certainly fits that description yeah and if you're just going down some generic hallway <laughs> walking around i mean that's cool i guess in 2016 wow i'm in vr man look at the space um but yeah no this was very well done and uh it gives me hope because it, it seemed more like um you know we've talked about in the past a lot of different experiences or artwork that we've done it almost felt like i was walking through someone's artwork in a sense um i mean professionally made it looked very good but it was like you were going into somebody's mind and um and i you know i would probably go and i i think i will go back into this and go through it again because like there was so much to what the 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 story and and it was very poetic that i don't i don't believe i grasped everything that was being told in it because you know it was i mean that's how these uh these poems go it's like you kind of have to think about it and ponder on them um yeah i know that's not did, did you find this thing that they're showing in the uh the the on the the video right now no, did you find that I did not did you okay yeah yeah i did there, okay. there's actually two different areas where you can go off the beaten path uh that that really uh i mean you probably would have a difficult time understanding the story without those two things so uh i would i would uh advise you to start over mm -hmm. again go go very slowly look at everything because there's things that you just look at that are just peripheral things but when your eye catches the right thing your internal monologue will start talking about what it is mm -hmm. and how it's significant uh yeah i would just have you go through it slowly uh every time that it looks like there might be an opportunity for you to get off the path try it to see if you can uh sometimes you can and sometimes you can't but when you can it's significant to the story but it was scary off the beaten path last i didn't want to go down those dark corridors like i need to get yeah, out of here man this is creepy uh gamer chick asked even if they aren't horror uh yeah yeah I, I mean obviously i prefer the stories to be a little bit darker but uh, i mean if it's a good story mm. and, and there's good things to look at I, you know i'm not opposed to a walking simulator you know it just needs to be entertaining and it does not have to be horror even though i would prefer it yeah like can you imagine a walking sim of how i met your mother i mean 
be amazing. Go hang out with Barney, Ted. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I've never really watched that show. It's but, actually uh, good. It's good. I would recommend it. Well, there you go. Uh, Maddie Matt twenty three twenty three says the vanishing of Ethan Carter is a good walking sim. You know, I've I've been curious about that one for a while. Um, I'm glad to hear you say that uh, that you enjoyed it. Maybe we'll check it out sometime. This is called Caliban Below, Void Citizen. It's a uh, experience Wes and I both played off of uh, by Port Infinity. I'm not sure if it's on Steam. Well, why don't we find out real well, time? Right? Yeah, that's a good question or a good way. All right. Because I have no idea what this thing costs, but I would I would say it's worth five dollars all day long, probably even ten. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it that much, even though it is super short. ETT2K9 wants to know if they ever fixed the bugs from Ethan Carter. I never uh, tried it. I don't think everyone said how good it was, but it's like one of those things that by the time I got around to ever trying it, I was like, it was so, so yesterday that like, nah. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have never tried it. So I really couldn't say, I don't know. Chatty says, uh, Caliban below is on stage. I, I had, uh, suspected that it would be because um i mean it's so good right that surely it's not a viport exclusive yep so caliban below it's free it's friggin free roots it's free well i could have sworn that i saw that it was free when i went to grab it not because it was infinity but that it was free. oh that's you know what you're right it was it wasn't infinity i just uh I just clicked on it and added it to my uh, to my library. So there you go, man. You don't even have to use Viveport to get this one. You can get it from from Steam. Absolutely no cost. I can't believe that, dude. This thing's worth a five spot all day long. Yeah. yeah go in there. Let us know what you think. Go through the whole so, thing. Uh, find it, all the secret places, and then come back to the video and then comment. Yeah. Uh, so if you're watching this Blackthorn Media, well done. Uh, I'd like to see a longer title from you. Uh, so it looks like there's there's DLC here. Hold on a second. The Abbott's book, a short story. Uh, so is this VR DLC? I don't know. I think it's just a book. It's literally a book that, uh, that you can turn the pages of in VR, I think. It just gives it more story. Hmm. That's weird. I don't know if i want to read a book in vr it seems a little weird to me unless yeah. it's like what i mean i always thought that it was cool and i watched it was that that one movie uh cartoon movie um where the kids like watch what play watching the book and it's like going it's like happening in front of them it's like a pirate kid movie i don't know, I don't know. anyway uh blackthorn media again well done uh, i'd really love to see something more from your studio along these lines uh because a man if I, if I could get something like this that was like you know six to eight hours long that would be amazing yeah uh, the the environments uh, i mean even if there was no story i could walk through this map with no story and be entertained just because of uh the structures and, and again, the stuff's all very photo real. I haven't seen a whole lot of stuff in VR that looks this good. Uh, or at least, you know, it, it did to me. I mean, maybe I'm uh, 
maybe I, I just had a really good day and it came off well, but uh, I thought the thing was absolutely beautiful. That was good. That's good. Anyway, uh, I just wanted to uh, share that with you guys. It's free. Check it out. All of you, especially if you like dark, dark stories. Now, those of you out there who are just nope out at everything that doesn't have free locomotion and smooth turning, you, you know, don't bother. Okay. For the rest of us who can tolerate uh, some 2016 controls, uh, it's worth your time. Yeah. That's the only thing that I would say for if they make any sequels or extended cuts, uh, put locomotion in there. Other than that, um, I really enjoyed it. So, uh, Scion uh, VR says, not to be confused with Taliban below. You know, I kept thinking that when as I was going down through these caves, uh, I was thinking, man, these caves are just like the Taliban's caves where they, uh, you know, <laughs> destroyed all of those Buddhist monuments 10 years ago. I don't know if you remember that, Roots, when I, they blew up. I do. I remember uh, something about that. That was the beginning of destroying history. Um, yep. Because who doesn't want to destroy history? Uh, I've, I know, right, man? I mean, <laughs> history is uh, very bigoted. Lame. We should try to forget it. Yeah. Lame. Um, what do you think about the ending to this thing, Roots? Uh, like, it, it was a, it was a shocking moment to me just to, uh, again, the, the production quality kind of played into it, uh, making it such a shocking moment. Yeah. No, I thought the ending was very good. Definitely, uh, definitely not what I expected. Me either. It, it was kind of like... I didn't think it was going to be the end. Like you don't know that it's going to be the end until you uh, figure it out. But it's cool because the way that it ends, like Root says he wants to play through it again. Well, the story kind of allows for that, don't it? Like it, it would be a natural thing to repeat it. Yeah. Yeah. Especially since I'm sure there was things I didn't like look at and hear parts of the story and then just filling in some of those gaps as to what's going on. So. Did you play with the bell? um i did play i i remember there was a bell i'm pretty sure there was a bell there was a bell at the end and you can uh you can kind of ring it with your head or your hand or something if you uh mm -hmm. if you walk over to it okay i don't remember ringing That's a bell so maybe i didn't it's cool yeah it's cool do that do that next time through too okay uh anyway uh i guess we need to move on and uh i think it's your tune roots why don't you tell us about uh, your indie title that you would like to talk about All this right. week? This game that I was, I only picked one because um, it wasn't a, you know, I guess we kind of did the one, the other one together. Um, this one I is also free if Mash Daddy gifts it to you like you did to me. I want to thank him for that. Other than that, it's $15. <laughs> um, I actually, you know, we just talked about this a couple of days ago on the uh, on the show, right? And we were talking about how we were pissed that we're not in the get notice kid. Actually, um, what that was one of the coolest things about this. Now, at the beginning of the of Z Race, um, which is obviously the game I'm talking about, um, you get to pick one of three cars, and um, I obviously picked the best of the three, which is BMF, um, and and went to run right. And once you unlock everything in that first tier on that for one of those three cars, you can get to the next tier of cars, um, which I was able to do. Now, the only thing I will say about BMF's car is he's not very vocal. Uh, now, I, I I'm immediately went into the second tier and I went with his teammate and I got gamer tag and he was very vocal and he told me that I was scraping the paint or, to, or scratching the paint to watch out and um, he had like I lost once Wes and he's he like literally was telling me like how not everybody can be a winner and um, it was really cool to hear these uh, people I know their voices in the game I felt like I was talking to him you know he's like come on stop hitting you know those things are going to slow you down I'm like I know gamer tag I know um and um Wes 
a lot of people have given a lot of crap and I get it because I want a I want a first person view. I want a joystick as well. Um about having to use your hand. It's it's just really cool and unique and I guarantee when you play it, um I would recommend using your bar stool uh that spins or standing. Um because you're going to be you literally there is no turning. It, you have to turn literally to right, move really yeah so yeah. it makes it very difficult at first um to drive because you're running into walls like this person's doing and you're doing all sorts of crap but once you get it it just feels so good and this is one of the things that i really got to thinking about because everybody they'll say uh, and i get it when it's a flat game that uh there's no room for third person racers but as i got to going through this on in this third person view as I'm zipping through these tunnels, I, I'm I'm doing both. Like I, my hand is the ship, but I'm also in first person going through these tunnels at the same time. I'm getting the best of both worlds, and it's giving you an aspect of um, a different type of racing that you wouldn't get any other way, because it, it's weird. Like even though you feel like it's lined up for the, some of these things you're running into, because you're also looking at how what you're normally used to you're you're totally missing some of these coins or the boot boosters or whatever uh but i just thought it was really cool and um uh i just think it's def definitely unique and different so well i gotta say first of all anybody that criticizes this game because they keep running into walls and stuff uh when they start playing it uh they're just looking for a reason not to like it because let's be honest when we played Wipeout for the first time, when we played Grip for the first time, we couldn't keep those, you know, we couldn't stay on the track with those games either, uh, but we just kind of worked through it. And I still can't stay on the track with Grip. Mm. Uh, it's just too crazy. So, uh, you know, I, I don't think that that's very legitimate criticism. I feel like, uh, I mean, if you don't like it, you don't like it, but I feel like you have to play it more than a couple of times, just like any other game, to know whether or not you're going to like it. Um, really quickly, uh, in the chat, Technoglitch talking about Caliban says that it's too dark, uh, that you can't make anything out. And I will say a couple of things about that. First of all, uh, you want to make sure that you're interacting with those wheels because it is dark, uh, until you move the only thing that you can really interact with, which shines, uh, moonlight down into the uh, corridors so every so often you have to turn one of those things to kind of bring the light with you now it's still kind of dark but it's not like you can't make anything out uh the other thing i'll say is uh, i tried it on my um, my reverb as well as my quest 2 and it was much easier to make things out on my quest 2 it was a lot darker on my reverb uh so what headset you're using does make a difference there as well okay that makes sense right yeah but uh with the z racer here uh i mean this guy had a hell of an idea of how to market his game right i mean you're an indie dev you're making a a, a racing game that has an unconventional setup and an unconventional uh control system uh, how do you get people to to try it? Well, you put all the the top VR content creators 
on the ships. So now all of a sudden, you know that they're all going to play it, right? And not only that, but their communities are going to pick it up just so that they can, you know, play their favorite content creators car and hear them talking and giving them instructions. Really, this is just, uh, it's a brilliant move with regards to marketing. And uh, I think we need to recognize that. Absolutely. And it's cool. It's so it's done so well, Wes. I guarantee I was thinking when I was playing that, that you're really going to enjoy it. And um, I can't wait to a uh, couple things. I milestones that I want to get to. I want to be able to, I want to race with PD. I want to race with Anthony. Those two people are on the upper, upper echelon, you know, the upper tier. I haven't got to them yet um but well, i get to uh, uh i get to hear pd every time i start my regular car yeah well see i don't have that luxury though i haven't gone into render says, reality's uh, car either so he says waiting for pairing <laughs> well now he's probably i heard he talks about paint uh scratching the paint as well so i'm assuming everybody does that uh now i haven't checked out everybody's car wes um like as far as visually now the consensus so far in the discord that i've seen and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong in the chat or in the comments below. Um, that rendered reality's car looks the coolest, and it did look pretty tight. I didn't get a chance to play it because um, it really it, it really wants you to to play to level one up, and then you get to the next level. So once I started on one, I'm not going to a different one yet. But um, and I'm gonna pick gamer tags, dude. Like of course he's my number one. I went and was like, oh, I can't. I was one of the things that I was bummed out about when the, the first three is like, you know, obviously I wanted to be Anthony right off the bat. Paradise Decay, Gamer Tag, you know, I, they're all in those tiers you got to unlock, but uh, it's worth it, Wes. And uh, it was really cool. Yeah, I'll submit that uh, Rendered Realities uh, car probably is the coolest because they have a cool logo uh and because we don't have a car in it because yes. you know that if there was a virtual strangers oh, car it would be the most badass jet black car in the game would be cool as you'd have on the back you could have uh the my mom kids on there spinning <laughs> around right That's fun. yeah yeah we could do that um and uh all of a sudden we could have roots in the passenger seat getting to be that guy from dirt oh, rally that he hates yeah. so much. Yeah. See, that was a thing. And now I was, that was one thing that I was worried about. I didn't want to have any animosity West. It's nothing worse than a slight that you don't know that, that you were slighted. Right. And I didn't want to feel like this animosity towards gamer tag because of what he's, you know, cause when I'm like in the heat of the moment, and I'm crashing into one of those red things, and he's reminded me that, hey, those things slow you down. Or I'm hitting things, and he's, like, yelling at me to scratch that I'm scratching the paint job. And I'm thinking, like, dude, I'm getting you number first place almost every time, bro. Um, <laughs> but I calmed down, and I realized he just, you know, he's got it in his heart. He just wants Roots to win. And so it made me happy that he was there. Um, but so I didn't have to worry. There was no weirdness. And so I, I like to report that that's, we're, still, we're still tight. Uh, so a lot of people uh, invoking the the name Stunrunner with this one. Do you see the comparison? Well, I did actually. And if it was um, if it was not with your hand, I would even feel more Stunrunner. I loved the way this feel. I loved Stunrunner. Um, I you know I saw some comments in Reddit, and this is like a week or two ago, and somebody was saying, "No, I'm no doubt. There's two tunnels. Uh, it's third person, like all these different things." 
And everything that they bitched about, I thought was super cool. You know what I mean? And I, I uh, was one of my favorite parts. There's even parts where you come out west of the tunnel and you're actually, it's this huge area and you can go, you see people going up, going down. There's different things. Uh, my only gripe, uh, and this is a just like same thing with like Jupiter Grot or that type of stuff is more tracks. I want more tracks. I want more of the game. Um, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just uh, I double it if you can. I'm sure they still working on this. I'm sure, right? Um, but I mean, it's not that there's not yeah. a lot of tracks, but uh, I just didn't, every time I got to a new track, it was exciting and the, the environments, the music, um, everything was good, man. And uh, um, I can't wait to see what you're gonna say about it. And then what I really can't wait to see is that they're working on the uh, multiplayer right now, Wes, because um, although I did get to beat Paradise Decay and Radio Runt, it was in one of my races I saw a couple. Um, it was just a ghost of them. And uh, but just seeing their name and just like laughing at them as I flew by, it felt good. So, yeah, uh, so this is an early access game from a, a small independent developer. Uh, any day one jank? Um, I don't feel like it didn't feel like it was uh, there was any jank to me. The only jank that I had was Roots Jank. And that was like in the beginning, trying to figure out how to, because I, I literally didn't, I, I didn't, I saw somebody post in the Discord, you know, hey, I'm playing on this chair, and it was a swivel chair, and I just didn't connect. And then I went to do it, and I'm like trying to steer and all this stuff, and I'm running into walls. I'm like, what the hell? But then it dawned on me that, no, I need to literally be, because I, mean, I still played sitting down, but I was twisting, turning, you got to have a, a lot of space. Um, and it probably would be better to be standing as you're doing it. Um, but, uh, even if you, unless you had a swivel chair or something, yeah. Would it be fair to, uh, to the other players if they were to implement locomotion options or control options rather in this game? Like if, if they were to give certain players the option to turn on conventional race game controls with thumbsticks or a racing wheel, uh, would those players have an unfair advantage or would even maybe the the players who have the original control style maybe have an advantage? I, I would submit um, that if you're good and you've been playing it enough, you're, you're going to have an advantage um, not being locomotion. See, here's this open space. Um, just because you, you have a lot more, you know, range of freedom of movement. And you can jerk, you know, you can, there's a lot more you can do versus with a controller. You're limited speed wise, um, as far as how you can yank that up. Uh, but, um, I don't know. I, I was thinking that same thing that there could be some kind of, uh, disadvantage to it, but, um, you know, maybe they have a different bracket, but I don't know. I really enjoyed this game and I, I can't wait when it gets to, when there's actually real racing with other players, I think it's going to be an amazing game. Not that it isn't already, um, but uh, it's just going to add that extra element that you that you want in a racing game, right? So it's asynchronous right now. Don't you race it against like the ghost yep. of uh, players that played it before you? Absolutely, yeah. It's asynchronous, and so like I said, I got to beat the crap out of Radio Run and Paradise Decay. Now I thought about this. Now one of two things: either all three of us are just elite. Or everybody else of my friends that I've played are way much better than us three, and we're those are the only two people that I saw um, um, so far. So, uh, Gavinchik in the chat says, "I love listening to Roots Troubleshoot." Quote: "I don't know what's happening. Help me, Wes. I'm scared." <laughs> uh, 
anyway, um, what about, uh, let's say it does go multiplayer. Uh, do you think adding battle elements to it would help? Like if you put guns on the ships and when you're pulling your trigger, uh, you're, you're shooting your, your friends? I think it would be good. I mean, depending on, uh, you know, it depends. You know, it could be a good mode, a different mode. Um, you know, like, cause there's people that want to, they're purists. They just want to race. Mini Motor X has the options to where you can play it, whether it's, um, just strictly racing, um, or you can play it with guns and stuff. I think it would definitely be a good option. You put all sorts of different things on there. Um, another thing that would be cool is, uh, if you could, and maybe you can't, well, I guess no. Cause you're, I was going to say you could go up on the, on the ceiling, but you know, you're stuck to your hand. So there ain't going on any ceiling. Um, but no, I, I, I really enjoyed it. Everything about this game, aside from the fact that I, I just want more courses and because I enjoyed every single course, I, um, I mean, there's a lot, it's what, 12 courses. Um, I just like, I liked every single one of them. Each one of them had a different feel. The music was different. There was a couple that even seemed more like a metal-ish than I thought of you. Um, and then there's some that are more like, um, like techno type, but, um, it was very cool. Uh, so I think I will check it out, man. Uh, because I mean, you did say it was free. Yeah. So. Yes. Yeah, so no, it's free, free for us. Cause I mashed daddy gave it to, um, bought well, it. Well, you know what I'm, what I'm saying is, is he just literally gifted it to me in real time just now. So oh, did like, he really? Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Thanks man. Eric. We really appreciate it, man. Uh, I guess I got to get in there and play it now, huh? Hell yeah, dude. Cause now we'll be able to play against each other pretty soon. He said quarter two. So we're coming up on quarter two pretty soon here so yeah i'd like to see it i'd like to see it get some uh some open maps like maybe something wider kind of like a death death lap style of uh wide track and then incorporate some battle elements into it i think that that could get chaotic quickly quickly and uh, be a lot of fun with the control style yeah well and i just it's just such a, it's so beautiful too man the environments and you know it, even outside of what's going on in this tube if you're looking out there and checking out different stuff it's just super cool yeah it, it looks super cool and uh i'm still i'm still going to be waiting though on that uh on that virtual stranger's ship the guy has our logos roots i did send them to him like i don't know it must have been a year ago like we, we did we had like four mm. or five hundred subscribers at the time and uh this dude was literally on reddit asking for people's logos to put on the ships i said you know what you know we're probably too small but why not and uh i talked to him he said send me your logo i did and uh, i haven't heard anything else from him so yeah. well, the game is our answer um but i'll tell you what you know there is always a dlc so maybe they can add us in there or uh, maybe we get the next game um so I just you guys know if you want to ask for it and uh, ask and you shall receive. Yeah, absolutely. But how cool is it that you get to hang out with your uh, your favorite content creator, man? I, I spent like at least an hour just hanging out with Gamertag, man. It was cool. Yeah. Um, Mepper says, if, if you like A Fisherman's Tale, then you should take a look at Maquette. It's not for VR, uh but it's 3d so maybe vorpex will work hmm. with it it just released yeah it's free actually on um on playstation plus this month it's one wow. of their four free titles that they gave away this month maddie matt wants to know if this is standalone or pc as far as i know right now it's only stand i mean a pc 
on Steam. It's not on Oculus. I don't know if it is. It coming to Oculus eventually, or do you have? This I, I have. I have no clue. I, I just know of it as a Steam game. Yeah, I looked. To, I looked at, uh, to see if it was an Oculus today, and uh, it was not. Um, it would be a great game for the Quest, and I would imagine. I can't imagine them not uh, bringing this to the Quest as well at some point. But uh, that's my my opinion, not what I've heard. Is it fast enough? I felt like it was fast. It was fast-paced, man. Like, what's cool is you got the the nitros, right? You actually have a slow-mo button. And I don't know if the slow-mo button, I think it um, it must slow you down enough to, to affect your racing. So you don't want to use it all the time. But in case you want to not miss something, I guess. I don't know. Uh, and then uh, brake and then obviously gas. But um, it felt fast to me. So Cool. Cool. A lot of people worried about that because they said that their their whole goal with this was to make an accessible vr racer something that everybody could play not worry about motion sickness so people were afraid uh because you know most people that are you know vr enthusiasts are, are like us you know i want you to flip me over a thousand times and you know make it extreme bro make me have nightmares and uh i wonder uh, if there's something about it being tied to your hand that makes it not I don't know maybe there's some because you're turning it it may you know you're and you're turning with your body it makes you not as susceptible to being sick i don't know there's got to be something to this to that mode of uh of movement but i don't know yeah i'd say you're right about uh turning your body with it instead of using sticks that probably helps quite a lot yeah yeah and it's cool you know i thought it was a really cool mechanic i really enjoyed it and uh you know if i wouldn't have been having the show uh to get ready for i literally would have kept going because i wanted to get to the next tier of car i wanted to hang out with anthony you know well, there you him. go if that's the, and that's cool too because you know if that's the thing that's driving people to play the game then you know they're going to expand that aspect of it right yeah absolutely yeah anyway uh z race right that's what's called z race z race yeah uh yeah uh so check it out how much does it cost does anybody know uh 14.99 14.99 worth worth of 15 dollars uh, as it stands hell yeah i was actually if i wouldn't have if mash wouldn't have bought it for me today i was gonna buy it this weekend i just don't i currently have the, the cash for it today so cool thank thanks again eric for the uh for the donation and uh the super chat and you know all of it thank yeah, you yeah we really Patreon. appreciate it he's a you talk about ride or die that guy's ride or die yeah oh yeah man we got we got a lot of a uh, lot of people like that it's awesome and even the yeah. people that are here right now at all this late or night this late at night i'd say are ride or die as well right yeah or they're or they're just like me they're night people mm -hmm. like that's the cool thing about our show like if I weren't doing this show, I would be watching a show like this. Like, uh, it's a it's a VR show. We say that we want to make con. Our our first goal is to make content we would want to watch. Well, a late night VR show is something that I would want. So it kind of fits perfectly. Yeah, look how good this guy's gotten since he started like twenty minutes ago. He's gotten pretty good now. Yeah, he didn't nope out and get a refund. He stuck with it. Man, well, you know, it's different mechanics. That's the thing. People, you know, I've played other games like this where you were shooting and stuff, and it was actually pretty cool. And so I, I the idea of this, the premise, actually intrigued me. 
uh, for some people, it's like, I don't want to do that. Um, I thought it was really cool. And uh, I think this game should be showcased because um, they did a really good job. And I can't wait to see more that they add to it. So, Yeah, cool. So uh, stay tuned for that. And um, yeah, definitely going to be checking this one out very soon. Yep. All right. Uh, so that brings us to my other, or I guess my only indie game uh, that we, or that I played. Uh, this was a title that I found, and you know, Roots, it's funny. Uh, I didn't play much VR yesterday, but I spent a long time in the, the Viport Infinity catalog yesterday, just wish listing possible candidates to uh, play for today's show. And there was a lot, but uh, at the end of the day, I just couldn't pass up this game rest. W-R-E-S-T. This is a sci-fi horror game. Again, on Viport Infinity. It's also on Steam. Um, but, uh, dude, I, you know, right off the top here, I want to say how glad I am that we chose to do the Indie Spotlight because uh, not only did I love Caliban Below, but I'm really enjoying this game as well, like a whole lot. Uh, the, the whole premise here, again, this is a sci-fi horror game, but the whole premise of this game is you're nightmare hopping. Like you're literally half of the time that you're in this game, you're navigating through nightmares. Oh and how many times have you heard me say on the show that I want a game to, that's like a living nightmare. And, and that is absolutely the case here. And a lot of the stuff that I said about Caliban below is true here, specifically with regards to production value, this thing it's freaking beautiful. It's crystal clear. Uh, it has highly detailed, uh, you know, textures. And uh, I mean, I was just thoroughly impressed with this game. Um, and really, uh, like Caliban Below, it's all about the storytelling, the environments, and the production values. Now, unlike that game, uh, this isn't just a walking simulation there is some combat in this game but the combat's just average in my opinion uh, you know uh you could it, it helps add to the immersion but you're not playing this game for the combat you're playing it for the story you're playing it for the scares it actually scared me once roots like i i jumped and cursed out loud uh like this is a scary game with high production value and I don't know why more people don't know about this game. I know. That's one of the beauties. Yeah, that's one of the things we wanted to do with the show. Remember way back in the day, it was uh, the hidden gems, right? And we kind of, we haven't done one of something like that. This is kind of a hidden gem that's something that I never heard of. Um, and it's something you can get on um, Viveport Infinity. It's already, it's free for a good portion of people out there, right? And uh, what's it cost on Steam? You said it is on Steam, right? It is on Steam. Uh, give me a second, and I'll tell you exactly how much it costs. Oh, that's hot. Uh, I'd say that this this is a twenty five dollar game all oh day God. long. Uh, I don't know that. what. Well, no, so I'm saying that that's that's what it's worth. I don't know what it costs. I'm going to tell you that, but this is a twenty five dollar game, easy, and I I haven't beat it yet. Uh, it is short. I have noticed uh, that a lot of people saying it just takes a few hours, and that's kind of the main criticism of it. it's not very long uh but it's so cool um 
it's a twenty dollars on steam i'd say it's worth twenty dollars oh, yeah, easily and it's a new release dude it only came out in july last year so it hasn't been out for very long uh and i'm just i'm really digging it you know what's weird wes about and especially about games and i get it money wise but like we movie wise we'll accept a two-hour movie no problem and you know asgard's wrath <laughs> amazing game too long like there's some, some things are too long in my opinion and so like i feel like a really good game that's two three hours long as long as it's not overpriced i like that i'm more apt to finish that game um instead of some 16 20 30 hour marathon i'm gonna get halfway through and then some or torn i'm gonna get stopped and then i'm gonna get screwed right um so i don't know man i i that's the way i feel anyway yeah man um i don't think it's going to be as short as people are letting on at least like for me because i've already got an hour and a half to two hours in it and i don't feel like i'm halfway through it yet i still feel like i'm toward the beginning now maybe it will end abruptly <laughs> but uh well you also take uh, take a little bit more longer you to to check out the the scene and uh, ray pope says good day gents exchange rate 78 cents to your dollar threw us a 17 bucks man we really appreciate it oh dude awesome yeah i guess that's 20 aussie dollars thank you very much ray pope uh man. dude that that's awesome a very generous of you thank you very yeah. much so you know, i was just telling wife uh wife uh, yesterday uh you know because she's all the time looking at real estate online and she's like well we need to move to puerto rico we need to move to the virgin islands we need to move <laughs> to the bahamas Hold i on. told her yesterday that if I'm leaving the continental United States, there's only two places in the world I'll go. And I told her that it was Australia and New Zealand because those people are just such awesome people. Uh, I think I would get along just fine down there. What about Poland? Uh, well, I mean, if I was a game developer, I'd, be, I'd probably already be there, right? That's true, if you want to be uh, like taken seriously. Yeah, some awesome... Uh, 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 VR developers coming out of Poland, but uh, no, seriously, everybody that that I've met from uh, from down under, just super cool people, and um, I mean, like everybody that I didn't meet that I've just seen and 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 witnessed, they've all just it seems like a cool culture, uh, a bunch of laid back people down there. Yeah, agreed. Kind of like Kentucky. Um, so let me ask you this. Uh, so this is pretty creepy, right? Um, I mean, how it's, far it's it's frightening dude it really is is it so what are the reviews on steam and stuff have people liked been liking this game mostly positive it don't have a lot of reviews it only had like 13 15 reviews or something like that but they were mostly positive and again the only criticism of the game that really was that it was short um but besides that i mean uh man if you're getting on on byport infinity that's not even a problem that's free bro yeah yeah absolutely and uh, again, it, it's not just a walking simulator. There, uh, so far, it's been all melee combat. But the things that are coming after you, I mean, even if you had a gun in your hand, you'd probably just be pistol whipping the things because when they come after you, they're all over you and they're frightening to look at. Again, super high production value here. Very, uh, very uh, detailed, not only in the environments, but in the enemies as well. Oh, wow. I want to check this out now. Uh, Void and, it's by, and, it, and the way it is, is by the time you see the enemy, 
they see you and i mean there's a half a second and they're on you oh wow sounds sketch avoid citizen wants to know how far um i think you are into oregon quarter didn't you play it a while I have ago, n- right? or no you i, I played it a while ago i played it for uh, i don't know two two three hours i haven't picked it back up since we covered it uh, i i enjoy there was a lot of things i enjoyed about oregon quarter but uh production value is certainly not one of them yeah well, i can't even remember it's been a while but here's a TV, it looks though. it looks like an old game it looks like an old game you know well this one does not because it just came out in july right now this looks like uh i mean this looks like a, a a fairly big budget production to be quite honest i mean it's uh i mean the, it reminded me of uh their persistence on pc with the way it looked uh the, how sharp and crisp everything was and detailed that's what it looked like wow wow i don't think i'm gonna have to check this out i i recommend it and uh you're going to see real quick uh, just how, I mean, the story's brutal. Uh, the imagery's brutal. Uh, I can, you know, th- there's a reason why I came straight in here today and took Star Wars Squadrons off of my list mm. and put this game on it because I am finishing this game a thousand percent. Whether whether it's on the list or not, I'm going to do it. And I'm going to enjoy bringing you all uh, along with me. You know, for those of you who don't know, uh, Roots and I are beat at competition where we're, uh, we're we're competing by beating these games. Uh, if I say that something's on my list and I'm playing it, that means you get to watch if you want to, mm-hmm. because it all has to be published on the channel to prove that you did it. Roots tends to stream things. I tend to record them and edit them. Uh, I am going to start some streaming though, because it's a lot easier, but uh, you know, I'm going to be playing through this one like now so uh if you guys are interested i'm going to start it over there's going to be videos coming uh again lethal weasel vr there's a link down in the description below uh click on it click subscribe click the bell uh if you want to come on this terrifying journey with me yeah gamer chick wants to know what we consider indie developers small teams self-finance more i mean obviously definitely self-finance if it can't be funded by a big company um and i don't uh, I don't know what the size of the team really doesn't make a difference, right? We we understand what the term <clears throat> means, Tiffany. Uh, that it's that it's not backed by a big corporation, you know, conglomerate. Uh, but generally, when we use the term, we're talking about smaller studios in terms of funding, in terms of people that work there. We're talking about generally. Uh, you know, I mean, most of the time we're talking about less than 20 or 30 people, I guess in some cases, less than 50 would probably fit the definition. Uh, but most times like today, when we're talking about indie spotlight, we're, we're talking about, um, smaller, lesser known studios. Yeah. That's why that was my biggest problem was like, I wanted to find something that was, uh, you know, obviously indie wasn't funded and, uh, um, so when uh, Mash Daddy gifted the game, I was like, oh, dude, this game just came out. Perfect game to showcase, right? Yeah, my, you know, by the by the strict definition, uh, you know, 95% of VR game studios are, are independent studios. Uh, when we talk about indie studios, that's we're not really going by the strict definition of it. We're, we're really what we're saying is small self-financed or maybe even like um, crowdfunded 
developers. Or I guess, you know, if we really w just wanted to go into virtual strangers uh, lingo, we would have just said um, hidden gems, and then everyone would have known exactly what we're talking about. Those diamonds in the rough, those ones that you you played, like Wes literally just said about this game, like, I, how did I miss this? You know what I mean? These are games that are really good that somehow flew under the radar, and we have a position where we can actually maybe help the devs and and just put a, a spotlight on it, you know? So, uh, Gamer Chick says, our company is categories categorizes both the indie and triple a and i got the impression it was mostly subjective yeah and what you might be doing too here uh a lot of the people use the term as uh, not really even talking about the studio itself they'll use it as an adjective to describe a certain type of game right so it really has nothing to do with how big or small the studio is how well funded or not it is how many people work there or not but really uh it has everything to do with uh you know how um how polished a game is or uh or, or how well promoted a game is a lot of times when people talk about indie games they're just talking about lesser known titles that aren't as polished as some of the the more well-known titles yep so uh, yeah it's a word that takes on many meanings in practice uh, while in reality, it probably, um, you know, it has a pretty strict definition that people just don't stick to. Yeah. Well, I definitely so, yeah. think that uh, uh, there's a lot of indie game or titles out there and uh, they or even just like I said, hidden gems. And uh, and that was one of the it's one of my favorite things to do on the show is just uh, showcase something that people maybe didn't even know existed. So, Yeah 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 that that was kind of the intent here was to uh, put a light on lesser known titles was kind of our intent with it today yep now tomorrow it could be something completely different yeah that's true we'll switch it switch it up that's the beauty of 2021 man everything's flowing bro nothing's you know nothing's set in stone well dude i'm the today's a great example of that i mean when you look at the um the the opinion and attitude and prospects of the playstation vr platform today versus just two weeks ago i mean that that should tell you uh, how quickly things can change right yeah yeah upside down everything flips so. all right anyway uh, i just wanted to share this one with you um you know uh, i mean there's there's not a whole lot more really to say about it. it's got great production values i mean there was i really had no complaints about it like literally none i i even could play it uh with the graphics turned up on my g2 like and the controls work perfectly for both headsets i mean it was i have no complaints about this game it was it was awesome i'm again so glad we decided to do that uh this week because i legitimately loved uh both titles that i chose um they're probably both going to end up being on my favorites list like toward the top i mean i'm i'm really really digging it cool all right uh so that brings us to uh hinge we wanted to talk a little bit more about hinge now we're not going to spend a lot of time on it because we already gave our first impressions of it and you guys have a general idea of what we think about this game but since uh since we've covered this game it has 
uh, it has gotten a few fairly significant patches. And uh, basically over the last week, the developers have been pretty vocal about uh, how proud they are of the work they put into their game. They're really happy with the end product now, and they really want people to give it another shot. And, um, you know, with it coming to Viport Infinity, with it, uh, you know, being featured prominently on the Steam store, we felt like it deserved another look to see if maybe some of our uh, criticisms of the game, uh, you know, it was a rather janky release, uh, certainly wasn't ready to be released in the state that it was in. Um, we wanted to see if that stuff had been properly, properly cleared up. Uh, Roots, what did you think about today's version of Hinge versus the version that we tried a couple of months ago? Uh, it seemed like a lot more straightforward. I, 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 as I was going in right off the bat, I noticed there was like, as I got to different points, um, it was explaining things that, uh, the first time around, I was like, what the hell am I supposed to be doing? And I was able to actually turn, I turned um, everything back on because I had turned everything, I disabled everything. Um, the only thing that I did disable again was the the volumetric lighting or whatever because it, to me it just looked like Mira added to everything, uh, especially like lights and stuff. I didn't like it. I thought it looked better without it um, personally, but um, it did seem to run better and uh, it seemed a lot more straightforward. I, I, I found the maze, Wes. I was checking out the... Uh, I could die a lot, dude. Like, and that's the thing. I don't know if there's a way to get like when you get to a certain area where there's things in there. Um, I think you're just dead. I don't think there's a way to get away from them unless I'm I'm yeah. mistaken. Yeah, I was thinking that myself. Uh, that there are certain uh, areas in this that the way out is to die. You know what I mean? Oh, that's true. And, there is that point where you die, and then you end up to the next part, and he's like, "Where?" where am i and it's like that was the part that were transitioned right yeah so that, that's kind of how i felt about that now um i gotta say that this game is vastly vastly improved from a performance standpoint uh from what it was when we initially tried it on launch uh back then uh, i couldn't run it on my g2 it just crashed immediately and then when i got into it with the quest it was nearly unplayable with all of the jitter and all of the uh, broken interactions with the items in the game. Uh, it was very difficult to follow what you were supposed to do because there wasn't a lot of direction back then. Uh, but it was such a beautiful game uh, and so creepy that I, you know, in spite of all of its flaws, I, I really did enjoy my time in the game. I couldn't really recommend it to people in the state it was in. But I enjoyed playing it. Uh, now it works. Like I played it in my G2. I didn't even try it in my Quest. Like I just played it with my G2. And um, a little bit of performance issues. I couldn't run everything turned up all the way. Uh, I left the graphics quality all the way up. But uh, I turned the anti-aliasing down a little bit. Uh, I turned the uh, shadows down a little bit. And uh, I turned off the motion blur and uh and that straightened everything right up uh you know i ran it 100 percent uh steam vr resolution for my g2 uh and it <laughs> ran perfectly i mean uh no problems whatsoever now with that said you can see what they did uh that gave a lot of the the performance 
this game is not as sharp as it was before. Did you notice that the resolution, the overall resolution of the game, even when turned all the way up, uh, it ain't what it used to be, is it? No, I put mine at medium too to to get it to run really smooth, but that's what it originally started at. I kicked it up to high and then I went back down to medium. But yeah, it wasn't as crisp and clear. Um, it was still good, uh, but it wasn't like you said, super sharp like it was before. I don't know what it looked like on the G two, or I guess it, you know, you couldn't uh, see it before. I never found the red. It looked button. like uh, it looked like a really polished PSVR game, is is how I would describe it. Like it looks really good. Uh, the models, the textures, everything's really good, but it, it it's got kind of a haze over it now that wasn't there before, right? Kind of, just kind of blurs distant objects out. Now the stuff right in front of you, pretty good. Um, I, I'll, for example, um, this is a good example of, of how I first noticed it. My first time that I played the game, you go through this corridor where there's all of these newspapers and, and, and book pages that are plastered all over the walls. And the first time I played the game, I spent a significant amount of time reading all that stuff because it had some backstory, some, some clues to the game world in it. Uh, now the game as it stands today with the graphics turned all the way up in the best, most highest resolution headset on the market, you can't read any of it. It's all just blurred out now. So it, you can tell that, the, in my opinion, they made an unnecessary move in artificially reducing the re resolution. And I say unnecessary because that's something we can do for ourselves, right? We should have the option to turn that back ourselves, shouldn't we? Yeah. No, and I, you know, it's funny that you mentioned it. I didn't even, I mean, I noticed it, but I didn't really notice it or look. Not in the sense that, because um, I was trying to read those, and uh, and I just thought maybe I remembered incorrectly, that because uh, I remember the first time there was all sorts of articles you could stop and you read them, and you're it was very there was just a lot of stuff to check out, right? But there was they were talking about uh, there were articles talking about Native Americans used as a labor force and immunity to certain diseases. Remember all that stuff? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and that um, I definitely. Uh, um, kind of a bummer that they took it out because I was kind of fill, filled in some of the gaps or maybe it didn't, maybe it was superfluous stuff, but I imagine it was there for a reason. And I agree, maybe give us the options to, to tune it down. I don't know. Uh, Gamertag VR joined in the chat. Uh, hey dude, what's up? Great episode, uh, earlier today, by the way, he had, uh, he had, uh, uh, I, I never know which one it is. I think it was uh, Cass that he had on. Uh, of course, BMF on there, and then our good friend uh, Andres from uh, Fast Travel Games was on there talking about Wraith. Nice. Uh, really, really good episode, dude. Uh, I watched every minute of it. Absolutely. And uh, Gamertag, I wanted to thank you, man. I've, you've just been helping me get me through some of these tracks with your car, and uh, and I, I appreciate your help. Although you did focus a lot on me scratching the paint of the ship. It's okay, bro. I'm not scratching it. I'm just... just going on the edge there uh but yeah it's a lot of fun but uh anyway with regards to hinge um while the uh the the production value in terms of visual quality has been dulled a little bit the performance uh 
the the performance benefit seems disproportionately better like uh, i mean we tried turning down the graphics before and it didn't make a difference it was still a broken jittery mess uh not the case anymore now uh now you can turn it up on high or at least i could turn it up on high and the thing ran relatively smoothly uh again i did make a few tweaks in individual categories down the medium um now uh with regards to the game itself, there has also been some significant updates here, right? There's a lot of direction in the game that wasn't there before. Uh, instructions floating in the air, written on the wall. There's new enemies. Did you notice there's new enemy types in here now? I didn't notice the difference between enemy types. I just noticed that a lot of stuff was killing me. Um, and, you know, like all of a sudden it would be like, don't, don't, don't. And I'm like, oh, no, I try to run and I'm dead. Okay, well, <laughs> I'm dead. Yeah, I, I saw specters in this game that I didn't, I never had seen before. Mm. And again, early on in the game, I didn't play as far into it this time as I did last time, but I saw more this time than I did last time. Like, because you and I both discussed before the show that we both kind of found a labyrinth kind of contained within the, the uh, I guess it was another dimension, right? layers of other dimensions you keep passing through and uh you kind of get lost in it yeah no i was trying to figure that out and that's where i kept dying the most you know and uh you know it, it's weird because it was like an upside down there's it's there was points just like i this is one of the reasons why i liked it before as i was walking around i'm like what is going on here like you, you just wonder what the hell is happening and um i like that feeling Wes. as long as there's a legitimate something's happening you know i like it uh, if it's kind of some weird stuff and it and it turns out to not be really anything but um some kind of jank then i don't like it they've they've kind of built this building and constructed it to and this is my personal take i don't know if this is the official story or not but uh they've kind of built this building to be like a supernatural portal to other dimensions other demonic dimensions and uh, it's obvious once you get into that labyrinth of other, you know, you keep crossing different layers, uh, you know, get added into your reality as you keep going through these doors. Uh, another way that I, I noticed this um, very, and it was very organ quarter-esque, uh, as I picked up one of these lanterns and I held it against the wall and there were periods that the wall would vanish and you would see inside of it and there was like flesh and veins Ew. pulsing behind the walls and floors Why do so you, you could tell that? that that the building itself was just kind of living thing that you're inside this is a weird yeah that's the thing is i want to know what's happening you know and i want to know i mean obviously there's a native american tie they need to fix that man because that was one of the cool things i liked all those different articles and scraps and stuff and um, just something to check out as you're wandering through this creepy house, right? Yeah, man. And there's so much to check out here. And like, I think it's funny because this, this little wing that we we're, we're kind of stuck in here. Uh, it's, it's like this much of the game, right? Because there are hallways and corridors and different floors. There, this is a big, pretty big game, right? Yeah. So far from what I've seen, as I'm going down the hallways and I'm, exploring going into different rooms and 
and trying to, I mean, there's something to do with these musicians, right? And every once in a while, you'll see like a apparition walking around and you follow it into that area and you're walking around trying to figure out where to go. And then I'm at the place where there's all these different uh, doorways where when you touch them, it opens a portal and then you walk through and you're in some other new reality. And then you have to, you walk in and there's four different portals that you could walk through and death is behind one of those portals roots and roots seems to yeah, pick yeah. every time those portals it's kind of like a puzzle because the the doors have symbols mm. on top of them and uh okay. you can kind of navigate you can use those to navigate if you pay attention to them okay yeah well see i wasn't paying attention i was just running around dying um but uh it's definitely definitely uh really intriguing definitely worth checking out um, somebody said that the, there was a price reduction on this. And I know we've reported that in the past. What's the, the cost on this right now? I don't know what the, the current cost is, but we'll check that in real time. And I will uh, mention that this is still listed as coming soon on the Viport uh, store as well. So that we know at some point this is going to get a, a, a Viport release. But uh, I will tell you in just a moment what it costs on Steam today. 20 bucks okay that's not bad uh, i'd say i'd say i couldn't recommend it uh when it come out but uh i think yeah i think that we could we can recommend this game now yeah the combination stability wise the things that they've added to make it more straightforward and the the cost cut all three things make it a very a viable game at 20 dollars. absolutely and there there is a demo a free demo i assume that it's got all of the uh the uh, updates that the main game has had, hopefully. Uh, and I do want to be clear about this now. It's not as visually stunning as it once was, and it is still a little janky. You know, I, I got to admit, it's not perfect uh, by any means. Some of the interaction issues that I had in the game initially are still there. For example, the lantern. Uh, I, you'll remember back when I talked about this game before and how crazy this lantern acts when you're trying to carry it around. It still does all of that. Like mm. when you're holding this thing, it's just swinging around like crazy, like gravity's pulling it in every direction. My only now, the cool thing, I'm sorry. I was going to say my only assumption, because I kind of thought the same thing is maybe that, that they didn't intend for that lantern to be carried around, um, even though it is something that i i tried to carry one around for a little bit as well uh, but uh the cool thing about it is uh i mean even though that is it has some really crazy behavior in your hand uh the cool thing about it is is that the environment and scenario that you're playing out in the game would kind of be a a, a situation where shit would just go crazy in your hands because i mean you're having some you know strong intense poltergeist activity going on in this building and uh and it would explain stuff like that happening right yeah if you were really in this building it's not good bro like there's some weird stuff going on i would be freaking the f out man the way because like you said things are moving floating there's you're walking into rooms everything's upside down there's just you just don't know what the hell's going on and I still want to get to a point where I can actually utilize this cigarette case and um, and like have all the evidence lined out. I don't know what we need evidence for, but there's a lot of uh, uh, cork boards, right, in different areas. That leads me to believe that there's a lot of stuff to, to put up there. Um, yeah, I found quite a bit uh, in, in what I played. There's a lot of like 
pages of letters and mm. newspapers and stuff like that lying around uh, that you just pick up and it'll go into your little study area there that you can go and check it out. Um, the, uh, the cool thing about that is, is it says to me that the developer is most focused on telling a story. And as you know, as I mentioned with Caliban Below, as I mentioned with uh, Rest, uh, I really enjoy these dark narrative-driven games. Uh, and this is just another one of them. Yeah. I don't want you to get excited, but we just uh, got in the shower with Gamertag. I'm just throwing that out there. All right, then. <laughs> you know uh, who you else know who likes else? to... No. <laughs> <laughs> My mom! Yeah, she's making it. All right, uh, so uh, yeah, Gabriel says, has uh, Wes started talking about Wraith yet? I bet he'll love that. Dude, I started talking about Wraith eight months ago, and uh, we, we cover it every few weeks, it feels like. But yes, actually, uh, by, uh, by pure chance, that happens to be the very next thing uh, on our list, isn't it, Roots? Yep, absolutely. Perfect transition. Yeah, uh, Wraith, the Oblivion Afterlife. Now, uh, we mentioned at the top of the show that there was a lot of uh game announcements today uh there was one that i knew was coming and this was it uh, i knew that we were going to learn uh a lot about wraith the oblivion afterlife today and uh they did not disappoint uh we had about 10 minutes of uh, new game footage that was released today uh from four different content creators so like um gamertag matt bmf uh you know cass and carrie they all had videos today playing the same uh level uh of this game and we really got to look at this game unlike any that they've given us before we've had some uh, we've had some bits and pieces shared with us but really never enough to to really quite make out what kind of game this is going to be in terms of gameplay uh well that question has very much been answered now and uh, it is what I hoped it would be. It's going to be narrative driven. It's going to be the type of game that builds tension through scenery, through, uh, you know, audio design, you know, mainly. That was the thing that really stuck out to me watching the footage today was just how pro the, uh, the job was with the, the audio design here. And as you know, Roots, I've said it many times, uh, one of the most important aspects of a great horror game is great audio design and i'm glad to say that this appears to have it yeah yeah and actually i, I there was a couple times in this video where every single content creator uh got jump scared because of the the anticipation right that uh the, the intense moments with the audio where it's kind of building up hearing little weird noises and there's you know subtle things that you don't really think about uh, a game like this can if they do it well and really make you feel like you're there and I, it looks like there's a lot of different stuff that you're finding as far as clues and stuff i don't know too much about what this kind of feels like more more of a, a horror game right with um where you're i guess discovering a story so yeah yeah that, that's that's exactly what it is it's a it's a stealth game you know the gameplay is mainly stealth exploration uh but they have a a massive uh estate that you're searching and, uh, you know, the things you uncover unlock new areas 
and new abilities uh, even. And, and that was another really cool part about this game is you're not just a dude, right? You're a supernatural entity in yourself. And one of the things that they displayed uh, in the gameplay footage today is some of the powers that you have, uh, the, you know, the telekinesis powers, the teleportation powers, things like this uh, really looks cool. And uh, from what I could tell you, they really haven't even started to uh, interact with the shadow yet, which is uh, not on any kind of meaningful basis anyway, uh, which is going to be a, a fairly significant thing uh, with regards to the storytelling and the gameplay as well. Yeah, yeah, this looks really good. Now, did they say what? I guess when is this supposed to come out? Um, how how soon? Or do they? Well, uh, let me pull that up because it is a split release. It does not launch simultaneously on all platforms. So we're going to get this game on Oculus Quest and Oculus Rift first. April 22nd, $30. Uh, it will be coming to SteamVR a month later on May 25th and then PSVR just sometime later this year. Okay. Well, good. Well, you don't have too much longer to wait, right? about a month a little bit over no, a month. no dude uh right right about about a month and then everybody's going to be able to get their their hands on this uh it is cross by so if you decide to pick it up on uh rift you'll get the quest version and vice versa it also supports cross save on oculus Ooh. so uh you can you can play through your game save on both devices simultaneously nice that's cool i'm glad that they're uh doing cross by as well it is cool. And uh, in addition to the uh, the new trailer that they put out, all of the new gameplay videos from our favorite content creators, uh, this game was also announced as the very first uh, Upload VR. Uh, what do they call their new uh, series that they're doing, their new monthly series? Um, give me a second. Upload Access. So Upload's going to feature uh, behind-the-scenes access and information to a different game every month from now on oh, cool. uh, i guess yeah and this is the very first one of those games and uh while our content creator friends were showing off the pc version of the game today upload checked out the oculus quest 2 version and by all accounts uh this is one of if not the most beautiful game uh on the uh on the platform where it's going to be when it releases uh, apparently not a whole lot of difference uh between the pc version and the quest 2 enhanced version of this game wow that's awesome did you see that thing when the lights came on there was like that skeleton thing or whatever there's that's in the back that looks creepy as hell dude dude and when that thing comes at you it lets out this screech that is blood curdling uh you know that that's one of the things i talk about when i'm talking about um audio design and like, like any good stealth game uh it's not just about the sounds that they make it's about the sounds that you make too uh you don't want to make a lot of them uh you want to be quiet and that's one of the really cool things i like about um you know vr games versus flat right this type of game uh you know there are games that incorporate these flat games that incorporate these kind of stealth elements where you don't want to make noise, but it's so different when you're in VR because the audio is directional, first of all. And second of all, you have like an in-game body of sorts, even if it's just hands that you can accidentally bump stuff with and make noise, right? That you don't get out of a flat game. 
and uh again when you talk about horror when you talk about stealth this is why vr is is the best medium for uh, these genres of games yeah yeah especially if it's making you feel like you're really there something's chasing you uh that really gets you that your heart pumping so oh you should have seen these guys man they they were all they were all frightened pretty uh pretty heavily <laughs> uh i know the the cast i guess it was cast it, it may have been carrie i don't know which one's which to be honest uh but i think it was cast she she screamed out loud dude like like legit out loud like so loud that my wife was calling bs on it like she's not that scared uh she she let it go bro maybe she was she was really super scared bro well i'll tell you man they do a good job of um of building tension uh again not only through like the the sound effects but like the the music right because any good horror game has this kind of ambient music that you really you know it's only music by definition it's actually like ambient shrieks and low moans things like this that you don't really pay attention to in game but your subconscious picks up and it puts you at a feeling of dis-ease right mm. and uh that as you move through the game they do an expert job of very slowly ramping that stuff up uh, to a point where they know that something's about to happen and then it all smacks you at once and it scares the crap out of you and uh, they do a good job of that to the point that the players all of them that played through this were so uh you know put off and scared by this specter that they were uh, running from that in the very next scene there's just a, a a harmless apparition that shows up in front of them and they all jump out of their boots when it comes in the room because they're just so on the edge of their seat that this harmless thing like uh, it really got to them you know yeah well that's how it would be right if you were walking through this creepy haunted area and a mouse ran out you're gonna freak the f out I don't care if it's just a mouse or not the fact that something's moving is going to creep you out right so uh yeah yeah so that's good and it kind of ramps out like you said it builds up ramps up and then uh delivers so cool yeah i really uh i really couldn't see anything in what they showed us today that i could be critical of now again it was a very limited part of the game that they got to play uh and controlled by the developer you know the developer is just showing what they want to show um but a lot of encouraging things here uh, with the game design. Uh, there, there are some puzzling elements, which I thought was cool. What I really love is the map and just how big it is and the way you interact with it. Um, I think it's going to be in the, the upper echelon of, of horror games in VR. Again, I won't know until I play it. And uh, we're not going to have to wait very long for that. Cool. Sounds good. Can't wait. Techno glare glitch says if a teddy bear was like, wait a minute, <laughs> he's here. That would mess me up. Oh, okay. Uh, music and horror games make 60% of the uh, scare factor. Zocatron says, and uh, ET 2K now says the environments look good. The environments look awesome, dude, because uh, you got to understand what the story is here. You're at a Hollywood mansion, right? And um, I'm sure some of you have heard the uh, rumors of hollywood occultism right well that's very much the world this game is set in and uh what you're seeing here is the result 
of uh, some Hollywood occultism gone wrong. So you're going to get to uh, uncover these Hollywood elites uh, mansion, their home and all of their secrets mm. uh, through exploration. And uh, I mean, I, we don't have anything like that in VR, do we? No, I love secrets, West. I know that that's the thing is like, I think this is going to be like the first legit game of this nature, you know? Um, and, and there's so much weirdness around the Illuminati and around all the, all this stuff, the Hollywood, and we know stuff like this, you know, people have said is going on. I think we're getting to get a uh, inside uh, look at um, what may or may not exist in Hollywood. I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> the cool thing about it. The best word could be real, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Gamertag says he loves this show so much. Can you, somebody please advertise a podcast in his Discord? He'll tell the mods it's all good. So, yeah, well, I appreciate uh, that, Gamertag. Yeah, I mean, he must love it because I know Gamertag's not the... Uh, the, the biggest fan of uh, self-promotion in, uh, in, uh, you know, using other content creators platforms to promote your own, which I kind of understand that. Uh, so he, he must love us a lot if he's uh, offering up his discord to us. So thanks. Yeah, dude. Appreciate I really, it. Yeah. I love us too. <laughs> uh, he says, I didn't make the Oculus video cut much uh, as I don't think I was as scared as some of the others, but it is scary. Uh, the first time <clears throat> that frozen ghost thing came at me, I panicked, uh, but I forgot to record. Th this was the Link version, right? You were playing the the Rift version of the game. Um, I think I noticed on all of their headsets that they they were cabled. Uh, one guy was even playing on a Cosmos. The guy I didn't the guy I didn't recognize was playing on a, a HTC uh, Vive Cosmos. He didn't speak English, so that's why you didn't recognize him. He's Hitting a different demographic because I didn't know, recognize him either. So, but I'm yeah. I'm assuming he's big. He must be uh, a big content creator out there. So, yeah, for sure. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm curious as to um, what kind of enhancements PC VR is going to have over the Quest for mm. Two version. Obviously, the Quest version will, by uh, necessity, be watered down a little bit. Uh, but I, I really want to see this Quest 2 version and how it stacks up to the PC version and, and how similar they are or different they are and uh, at launch. Because obviously uh, they could be here at launch, right? And then a month later when the Steam version comes out, we could see a jump, right? A change. Uh, so I'm, I'm really interested to, uh, to see comparatively how the, uh, the two stack up against one another. And again, we're not going to have to wait very long. No, nah, a couple months. You do the comparison video, bro. Uh, Gamertech says that's Yurgon Virtual. He's a uh, oh, he's got a 600k plus subscribers, he's and big. he met him at Gamescom. <laughs> he's a very nice dude. So he is big. So. Um, yeah, yeah. I just know that I when he was speaking, I didn't recognize the, the language he was speaking. So, um, that's cool. Definitely. Anyway, as we've said. Uh, probably a dozen times at this point. Uh, this is one of my most highly anticipated games of the year. You guys know I'm a horror buff. Um, I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be great on all platforms, but we won't know until we get our hands on it. Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, so, uh, you know, this was the thing we knew was coming today. What we didn't know is that uh, Sony was going to come out and have another PSVR 
spotlight the first one we've had roots in six months we had one back in september you'll remember which was a week-long thing where they gave us a new announcement every day one of them being minecraft there was a few other things they announced that week um but uh they they didn't stretch it out over a week this time roots they stretched it out over about a three-hour period making a new announcement every 30 minutes Wow, that's crazy you know you know what's weird about that wes i could have sworn that some uh uh somebody said that that was going to be happening soon so i think i heard it westradamus put out a prediction of that like a week or two ago right yeah i might have mentioned that uh it felt like something was about to break with uh, psvr and this was before the psvr 2 news too by the way uh you could just feel it by the way that they were uh uh you know by the way they were having the sales all the time on the store some other things that they were doing with their uh their game releases uh since hitman it's felt like something else was coming and we got the other half of that you know over the last two weeks with the announcement of the new platform with the announcement of all these games today uh sony finally giving vr a little bit of shine and uh long overdue right yeah absolutely you know what's funny is that the first title that that we're going to talk about because well there's many that we're not even going to talk about today we'll talk about sunday but this one um i heard people downplaying it in the pc vr world because i don't even know why man i guess it's because it's the pc psvr news well i get why i understand why because uh, you know people have been playing this game for years on pc as well as uh for the last couple of months on oculus quest and i'm talking about doom 3 but i am going to make a case for you here uh even if you've been playing this game already the again the modded version i might add it's not like this ever got a, a native vr release before now uh but i'm gonna i'm gonna make a few points that uh you know they have me excited to play it on playstation uh and i feel like anybody who's uh you know a vr a true vr lover loves vr on all platforms they're probably going to be pretty excited about this but uh yeah this is uh this is doom 3 vr you know we reported a couple of months ago that that the most likely scenario is that there was a new doom vr game coming well here it is right we speculated that it might be doom eternal vr uh unfortunately not doom eternal vr it is doom 3 and it is a playstation vr exclusive at least as of now now the really uh right off the top the one of the really coolest things about this is it comes from our good friends at archiat this isn't being done by bethesda this is being done by a, an experienced vr company so we don't have to worry about that janky support like uh like doom vfr was hit and miss with some of the controls uh that's you're not going to get that here these guys are pros when it comes to vr and uh that was really the first thing right off the top that had me excited about this one it's not a mod it's built from the ground up from for vr and it's it's being done by one of the top studios in vr yeah well and i bet you probably that what final the, the final cherry on your your sunday was finding out that it was going to have aim support um because i i i want to play this game now you know i think that this because it's not it's going to be built up from the ground up or reborn in vr as they say um it's not just going to be uh, a mod 
um, I think this is going to be superior in almost every single way than than playing it on the PC VR. And so I, even though you've been able to play it, I haven't played through this. So it kind of makes me excited. You know, I really enjoyed uh, Doom VFR, and um, and so I, it it renewed it. It showed me why Doom was such a, a classic for you and why you loved it so much back in the day. I never played any of those games, dude. And to have, I mean, it's so cool. Those skulls, all this, the actions, the gunplay is so good in this game that I can't wait to play it through again. So, or I guess for the first yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I played quite a bit of this on Quest. I have not played the uh, the BFG version on PC. Um, but yeah, man, uh, I, I'm super hyped for this. I, I have played it on Quest. I have not played through it, though. Uh, I did, I did put a, few pretty good long sessions into it i was hooked on it for about a week uh it was all i played but um yeah I, there's a lot to be excited about here with this and and the one thing you mentioned there is probably the very top of the list and that is it supports the aim controller and how many days have we spent in you know talking about on our channel how there's not enough good games for the aim controller well here's one man here's one uh, a great game for it uh in doom 3 vr yeah it's just gonna be amazing how far out is this did they say uh, it's uh, quite a ways away or did they specify time no a couple weeks dude oh Uh, my god march march 29th this game is going to release uh i'm not sure if it's going to have a uh, playstation 5 enhancement patch at launch but uh knowing our friends at archaic that will certainly be coming at some point uh what we do know is unlike the oculus quest version uh it's not just the base game here they have they've also rebuilt the uh the dlc all the dlc missions uh for it so you will get the resurrection of evil as well as the lost mission uh in full you know full vr support over 15 hours of gameplay they're claiming here and um i'm trying to find their uh they had a feature list and uh okay so here we go uh new textures new shaders new sound effects again uh i'll build it from the ground up for vr wow you know we get I, this is so exciting west for so many different reasons like gamer tag said that yesterday was such a big uh exciting day for playstation vr and a big exciting day for vr in general because you know and i've been saying this for a while that um we're getting so close and we're i think we're here to where we're going to start seeing games like this all of our favorites that we've wanted to play play in vr just start dropping here and there all over the place you know who knows what else is being worked on right now getting ready to drop or dropping in the next year or so um so many different triple a titles that are coming to vr that are on the cusp and each one of them you know uh, every single one when people hear that doom 3 is going to be in vr in its full form with all the dlc and it's going to be built from the ground up in vr and use the aim controller it makes that stock for you know people wanting to get into vr even more there's the doom uh people out there that love doom so much their whole life that the thought of it being in the game in the world in a triple-a title that's actually built from the ground up without the jank um it's gonna draw them in and it's gonna it's just gonna chain react 
one game after the next and uh it's just exciting to me yeah dude and, and you know the cool thing is is that since the uh the announcement last week the profile for the playstation vr has already you know resurrected from the dead uh you know what it was a couple months ago we're seeing people now in our community even that are are, are buying playstation vr for the first time or or looking to or thinking about it uh and that just wasn't the case a few weeks mm. ago now you've got these announcements of all these new games and, and might i add you know i i think it's worth saying that today wasn't all about playstation vr there was so many announcements for oculus quest for pc vr stuff that we're not really going to get into until the sunday show but uh you know you guys are going to want to tune in on sunday because it's going to be a really good one there was a lot of announcements today probably something close to like 15 different games gave us news today wow it's crazy because we've been sitting on our hands for so long um in, in so many respects kind of waiting for this shoe to drop right and now it's finally done especially with for playstation vr but like you said not only for playstation um but this is exactly what the in regards to PlayStation VR. This is exactly what we've been saying about how it's going to be good for VR overall, and how um, there is going to be created a uh, a desire to have a PlayStation VR. You know, there's going to be games you can't play unless you have PlayStation VR. Yes, Doom Three has already been out on PC VR. You can play it in PC. You can play it on Quest. But what about when one of those titles comes out for whatever Sony exclusive that they bring into VR? This isn't the first or the first or the last that they're doing. So um, I think that it, it's going to be a lot more, you know, like I don't have a PlayStation VR now. It's it's going to be to the point where I'm going to not want to be in this position for too much longer, I guess is what I'm saying. Uh, Doom says, so this is the id software VR game that was rumored. I would say, yes, that this fits the criteria. Uh, I would be surprised if there's another one coming. Uh, I would, this, this has to be it. Uh, Gamertech says, I can't find any pricing. Some website mentioned PS5 enhancements, but I would take that with a pinch of salt. Yeah, that hasn't been confirmed as of yet. Uh, but I, I can just go ahead and tell you right now, it will happen at some point if it doesn't come at launch. Uh, and I'll, and I'd be very surprised if this wasn't a $30 game. I think it's going to launch for $29.99, uh, just like, uh, Doom VFR did. And, uh, and, and it's going to be worth it because it's a, it's going to be a much longer campaign, uh, you know, with all the DLC and stuff. Um, so yeah, I'm excited for this one. Um. Uh, a lot to be excited for here with uh playstation vr in general um i was going to say something else and i just completely got sidetracked and lost my uh my train of thought well i definitely oh. am excited uh so yeah what do you what do you think roots are you going to go for the aim controller on this or are you going to play with moves because i know in a lot of these games that that cover both i prefer to use the moves actually because I like to have individual hand presence versus uh, having a game that, that gives you two hands, but uh, a controller that, that keeps your hands bound. You know what I mean? Yeah, my thing is, is you know, I would lean towards the aim just because uh, of the, the joystick. Um, I enjoyed the way, uh, even though 
we ended up playing most of it through on um the pc for doom vfr i really enjoyed using the joystick and uh and i feel like doom is one of those games where um you everything's so fast paced i don't want to have a weird uh controller scheme to have to deal with i'm not as as schooled as you are with the move controllers and all that so well one of the good things though about uh doom 3 or some people might argue that it's one of the bad things about it is that it's not a traditional doom game in that sense it's a lot slower paced Mm. than your normal doom chaos so uh it's more of a sci-fi horror game than the action shooters that doom has become known for so uh it it actually should be a little bit more forgiving uh in that aspect of it it, as you get used to using the controllers cool yeah that sounds good to me uh but yeah i think that it's a it's a you know there's some value with playstation vr you left yet i think that we need look no further than the last year of the PlayStation 4 console to see what kind of treatment that PlayStation VR is going to get. Sony has a very specific way that they deal with the end of life of their, their platforms, right? And they don't just cut them off cold. We're going to get a few big releases, and I've said this recently. We're going to get a few big releases. It's not going to be what it used to be back in 2017 when it was the best platform in vr but uh we're going to get a few more big releases and there's going to be lots of good cross plats that uh, that are going to come as well and the good thing about it is is i think that we're going to increasingly see playstation 5 patches for these games where it's a very rare thing right now uh, i think it's going to become a more common thing as we move on through the year yeah i agree yeah, they're gonna have to right especially with the, the hardware being so much more stronger or uh, better for the ps5 so yeah so uh speaking of titles that are going to be getting uh ps5 enhancement uh we got another game uh from another one of our you know studios that are friendly to our channel uh in dreams we found out what's next from in dreams roots we were speculating about it the other day what would follow up phantom covert ops well now we know it's this game called fract and a lot of hallmarks here of in dreams as a studio uh outside the box gameplay concept uh we're not rowing a boat this time roots the good thing is we're on land and uh and we don't have to stay on the skis the whole time (laughs) as you see here you can climb you can infiltrate these structures and uh and this is not a stealth game it's an action shooter so uh i thought this looked pretty awesome yeah i'm hoping this doesn't come true because fracking we need fracking we don't need to end it but yeah, no, I um, I you know, I it's funny. The first time I watched this trailer, I I missed the skiing part. I caught in right at the you know, I I was watching it and I was like, oh okay. And then I watched it again and I saw the skiing. I was like, oh crap, that's really cool. So this looks very fast paced and um, it seems like uh, it's it's got all the good of covert ops, but now this is like a fast paced version of the same type of gameplay. But um, I I this it seems like it's gonna be really good. Yeah, I, I think that, uh, I mean, this is probably outside of, you know, Wraith, the game that we knew was coming already. As far as new announcements today, this has probably got me as excited as any of them. I think that this game is going to be a blast. Uh, you know, I'm hoping that it's a little longer 
than Phantom Covert Ops, but I love Phantom Covert Ops. I think it's one of the most immersive games in VR. And uh, this, uh, this is a true PlayStation VR exclusive. This game was made for PlayStation VR. I don't think we're going to ever see this on any other platforms. And um, this, this is confirmed at launch to be enhanced for PlayStation 5, although they, although they do say that it's beautiful on PS4 as well, and uh, it plays the same across uh, all three uh, consoles. Wow. So I got to get a PlayStation to play this game. When does it uh, come out? Uh, did they give us a date on this one? I'm not sure that they did. Give me just a second, and I will... Uh, I was hoping you were going to say March that. 29th. Just uh, no, no, it's not going to be March 29th for this one. Uh, I actually didn't take notes uh, this time because I didn't have. I, I spent so much time in rest mm. and uh, and hinge that uh, I didn't take any notes. Uh, Since Zoc this summer, okay. Zocatron says it looks like a lot like a Blood and Truth action roller coaster. It really does. I hope the uh, yeah, it does. It does not look like a game for beginners, does it? No, I, I don't know for sure. I hope the story is uh, amazing and but I, I, as good as the phantom covert op story was i i guarantee it will be um so that's cool they they describe this as an unashamedly true vr game that is only possible with playstation move controllers oh, wow. they say there's climbing zip lining reloading and in-world interaction that are all driven one-to-one -one by the player's hands and it couldn't be done using traditional gamepad controllers uh it says the skiing is uh requires you to physically lean uh to steer so if you're wondering how you're going to move with it, it it's it's going to be kind of like um we've had other games like this that that it's head you know head tracking based and where you lean kind of drives where you go golem comes mm. to mind which it wasn't the best implementation of it on golem uh but um uh it says, and as with the rest of the game, the skiing is integrated with the combat, and they're going to be showing more of that over the next few weeks. Cool. That looks cool, man. Sounds cool. Yeah, I, I think it looks uh, it looks great. And um, again, th this one's got me more excited than any of them, not only uh, because it's such a unique game, and we've said it, you know, we, we look for these type of unique concepts, right? Because there's a lot of sameness in in game design these days. There's a lot of the same thing getting put out. Uh, you don't you don't have to worry about that within Dreams, right? Uh, some of the most unique games in VR come from these guys, and um, I mean, not only that, not only is it that kind of unique thing going on, but the fact that I get another VR game for my PS5, something that's made for my PS5, that's very exciting for me because. Up until this point, it's it's like two or three games that were patched for PS5. Mm. This is going to be really the first one that was built with PS5 in mind, and I'm very excited to see what that's going to mean. That's uh, going to be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, in case you guys didn't already want one, get a PS5. Yep, today. Now. Yeah, go in there, unless it's on the shelf. I think people have been trying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah most of them have right mm. there was somebody in gt's chat today uh, on the uh 
on the VR link who uh, had just ordered one. Oh wow! So, yeah, see, I would it like is to possible. get one. I'd like to get one. I just uh, financially, I there's so many other things I would see myself getting first, like 120 hertz Quest Two. So. Yeah, you know, cool thing is, is yesterday, just yesterday, before all of this hoopla, just yesterday, our newest patron, Shiny Robot finally broke down for the first time and ordered uh, a PlayStation 4 a Pro, by the way, a Pro, which is, does make quite a big difference. Uh, so he's got that. He ordered an AIM controller. Nice. And, uh, and he's got a, a headset on the way. So uh, he had just decided that, that he's in on the best catalog in VR, and then this happens the next day. I mean, how incredible is that? I know, perfect timing. It's going to be Doom 3 VR. Um, he's just going to be loving it. Dude, he's going to get a walk-in having never played Resident Evil 7, having never played Astro Bot or Blood or Truth or Hitman or Iron Man. Or Blood. It, Farpoint. I mean, this guy, I mean, I'm envious of him, really, to be honest, because I remember what that what my first time with these games was like. And uh, he's going into it with proper expectations. He knows that technically the hardware is limited, uh, but the games, he knows what to expect from the games too. And that's why he's doing it. Yeah. Exciting. Yep. Uh, so how many more did we, we, we had one or one two more. more we were going to talk about. One more. All right. So um, again, the majority of the day's announcements we're going to talk about on Sunday and we had release dates for a lot of games that we already knew were coming. Games like Luna, games like Flow Weaver that gave us release dates. Um, we've got news about Immortal Legacy. Uh, I mean, we've got a lot of stuff. Farpoint devs making waves. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about other than these PSVR announced titles. But uh, this last one here is already confirmed to be cross-platform. It's not a PlayStation VR exclusive. This game coming to Oculus as well. And um, I've always got to look it up because I always keep getting the name backwards. Uh, Song in the Smoke. Sm Song in the Smoke. See, I always want to say this, like, Smoke, smoke in the, the song. song. They need yeah. to change the name. But, uh, I mean, a, a game called Song in the Smoke uh, could quite literally be a game about my early 20s. <laughs> but that's a different story. Different, uh, different song and a different smoke. Yeah, different smoke and a different, completely different song. Uh, but you know, I was, I gotta be honest, I was amazed. I'm sorry, just a second. Well, I wasn't, I wasn't amazed, uh, with the beginning of the trailer because I see survival elements and I kind of just naturally pull back from it. Like, I don't want to play the forest again. Um, but then I see this part of the trailer. And I see supernatural things going down and, and story elements at play. And now this thing looks really cool. Now I see something here that might make it worth my time to go in and grind a little bit. Roots, what did you think about this one? Yeah, I was kind of thinking the same thing, you know, like you, I, it, at first I thought, okay, it looks kind of cool. You know, you're hunting, you know, it's like a far cry ask, but not, you know, in VR, um, you know, not as good, but still. Uh, cool. That I thought that that like pre prehistoric looking bird was pretty cool. The animals is what really shines in this thing. The animals, the 
the lions, the tigers. Um, it kind of feels like you're in the jungle book almost as far as uh, like a lot of these animals and stuff. And if you have the right story, the right gameplay pulling you along with this, I think it's going to be an amazing um, game. But I was exactly at first initially put off a little bit because I'm not a big fan of the forest. I mean, it was cool. Um, I loved stealing your food when you were starving. Um, but other than that, it, you know, it's very grindy. And, uh, you know, I'm not a big rust person. I'm not a big let's, you know, I, I want to spend 40 hours trying to build my my habitat and all this stuff. But it, it definitely looks really intriguing to me. And you said this is not a PlayStation exclusive, correct? No, this this is coming to Oculus as well. And, um, you know, it, this is a single player story driven game. And I think that's the big distinction that we need to make here is that this is not the forest even though it does share a similar uh scene and a similar uh, a few similar gameplay mechanics uh this is going to be a very different game and uh for that reason uh, i'm interested to check it out that and uh i think that the art style and soundtrack uh the production on that level seems really artistic and cool mm. and uh you know I appreciate these types of things in uh, VR games as well. Yeah. What about, what do you think about getting meat and cooking it to eat? Uh, as long as it's not like, damn, I'm thirsty, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, in, in moderation, it's fine. I don't want half of my time to be spent survival. Yeah. Right. If you want to, you know, I like for survival elements to be in there. I like for it to be something you have to consider. I don't like for the game to be survival. Like I don't, I don't want to play no man's sky and go and mine and, you know, gather things that I need to live. You know, it can be, I, a, I just don't want to play. It can be a bit much sometimes in some of these games where they, it's like, uh, I don't know what GTA, I think it was three or I don't know. One of them, they, and I've said this before where they like, you had to work out and you had to like micromanage the character and um like it, it just was too much and i think that's where a lot of these survival games you know you feel like you're going to be more immersed if you have to eat food to survive and i just think it's more annoying just one more thing i have to run around and grab and try to keep myself alive and uh you know i agree. it looks like the cool thing about this one is is you're gonna if you pick the wrong animal you might be haunted by the spirit of the animal yeah i don't want to be haunted west by animal spirits that's for damn sure. These animals look cool though. Like that the artwork and I mean they look really detailed and I think they're gonna look really amazing in the headset. Looks like so, the Lion King, bro. Yeah. Looks like the Lion King. That's what I was thinking with like the the hyenas and stuff, you know. Um it's really cool. Yeah, yeah. So uh intrigued, you know. I'm not gonna sit here and say that I'm super like excited for it, but I am intrigued and interested in it. Um I wanna see more, so yeah absolutely uh, the, uh gamer tag uh, asking if we've spoken about the climb too we gave it a couple minutes on sunday and we've we've spoken about it a couple of times before uh it is coming tomorrow is uh, it so yeah yeah this game come uh the climb two comes out tomorrow so uh i guess we'll learn more about that uh in very short order yep absolutely yeah no i haven't uh it hasn't been it's not on my radar or something to rush out and get because it is climbing in vr it's something that i would love to check out if the devs just sent us keys um but as far as rushing out to buy it that's not on my agenda for today anyway 
Yeah, I did put in a review request because we did uh, review the the first one uh, when it came to um, to Quest. We did uh, we did promote that. Uh, so I had an email address, but I did my put I put in the key request kind of late on this mm. one. Like I just did it like a day or two ago. So I don't know. We probably missed the boat on this one, but uh, you know, I, I'd like to try it. I'm not gonna lie. I think that the uh, the cityscapes is a cool twist on the climb too, and uh, I feel like there's a lot of potential there for Vertigo uh, that you that you wouldn't normally get in a scenario that you wouldn't normally be in, right? I, I can identify with the cityscapes. I've been in these, and uh, I kind of feel like being high up on the side of one of these high-rise buildings would probably get me in the knees a little bit more than the Grand Canyon, which I've never been to, right? True. Yeah, true. That's a very good point. Uh, Gamertech says games need optional survival. Dude, options. Games need options, period. I mean, the more options that, that the devs give consumers, the better received their games are going to be. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I absolutely agree. Games need optional survival. Uh, it should be uh, scalable. And, you know, it's funny that you say that because what are we talking about here? We're talking about a slider, right? Hmm. There should be a survival slider that, that controls how much of this stuff's in the game. And uh, I, I was, I don't even remember who it was. I was reading my Twitter feed the other day and there was some developer on there and they were just kind of talking about the things that they hear that, that upset them. And uh, one of the things that, that, that was mentioned that, that uh, gets to them is, can you add a slider, bro? Can mm -hmm. you just add a slider for that? And uh, it's true though, right? That's what we want. We, we want sliders for everything. Like it's nothing for them just to go click, click. Well, there's your slider. There's just a lot it, more to it. Than yeah. That. I just want to, I just want to be able to control it. And they're like, okay, but when you control it, this, 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 and this problem now becomes an issue and we got to try, you know? Yeah, I get it. I mean, it's just one of those things that options are always good. Uh, sometimes you can't give people the options they want, but uh, give us the ones we just deserve. I'm just kidding. Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we paid our five dollars for your game, bro. Two years after it came out, we deserve all the options. That's right. right. That's absolutely. Uh, Techno glitch says I want to run for my life in After the Fall. Yeah, there was a new After the Fall trailer today, guys. It was a cinematic trailer. We didn't get any gameplay, but what we did get a, an idea of, and we're going to talk more about this on Sunday. This is not one of our topics today. What, what I got an idea of from that after the fall trailer was the production level of the game. This game is going to be on a completely different level than Arizona Sunshine uh, Roots. And uh, I mean, I got to be honest, it, from this cinematic trailer, it looks like um, the zombie game it's going to be. It's going to look like it's, it looks like it's going to be on a triple A level in terms of quality, right? Obviously, Vertigo Games not a triple a developer they're an independent developer by strict definition but in, in as a as a quality descript, description uh this game looks like it's going to be very polished uh not only from like a graphic standpoint but like storytelling like there there's great voice acting in this trailer uh and, and you can tell that it's not just going to be all arcade shooting that they are going to tell a story with it. Yeah, 
Awesome. Well, you know, they did with uh, Arizona Sunshine, so I would expect them to have a good story. Um, I'm psyched. Chris Duncan asks, is After the Fall only PCVR? No, it was actually the, the new trailer that dropped today was part of the PlayStation VR showcase. So, no, not at all. Uh, After the Fall will also be on PlayStation VR. And, uh, yeah. Just so. expect it sooner on PC. Uh, PD joining the group. Good morning, PD. Thanks for stopping by, sir. Yeah, absolutely. Just... Paradise Decay, I wanted to throw out there. I feel a little dirty. Dirty. I haven't um, gotten up to the level for uh, the Z race um, to try your car, but it's on my list of to dos. I got to get up to that tier to be able to um, to race with you, bro. Yeah, yeah. So uh, hopefully, PD will accept your your apology for being <laughs> so lazy. So. Right? Yeah, I thought if I would have gotten into it sooner, I would have. But I enjoyed my time with Gamer Tag so much um as my co co uh co-driver co-op um that uh i got to get into paradise decay next uh yeah yeah well i mean you're gonna unlock them all right guys like pokemon our favorite content creators have become pokemon roots we got to catch them all yeah absolutely anyway I, I think we're gonna wrap it up here i mean we could we could go all night with all of the stuff that got announced today uh, but we're already going on like two and a half hours. Uh, I think it's a good time to wrap it up. Again, so much more we didn't talk about. We're going to talk about after the fall on Sunday. We're going to talk about Luna. We're going to talk about cookie pie roots. We're going to, I got cookie pie news, bro. Wow. See, I didn't even hear the cookie pie news. So I can't wait to hear what that is. Yeah. Big cookie pie news coming on Sunday. Um, again, uh, God, man, it, it, there's just so much. I mean, we got stuff from Impulse Gear, uh, not not the announcement, but uh, a few confirmation of things we were hoping about that. We'll, we'll get into that some more on Sunday. Um, well, let me ask you this. as one more question before we sign off here. Um, six, P, six PSVR games, a part of our first spotlight in six months, but none of them are Farpoint 2, none of them are Resident Evil 8. Are we starting to get worried yet about Resident Evil 8? Because I know I was sure we were going to get that announcement today, and we didn't, and that concerns me a little bit. i got to be honest. I would be concerned if Resident Evil 7 didn't um, do so well, if, if PC VR didn't salivate for it in VR for so long, like they know that it's it's a it's an IP that everybody wants in VR. I I just would be I would be shocked if if it doesn't come to virtual virtual reality. Well, well, that's not really my worry. My worry is that it's going to be a PSVR two launch time, mm. which means two years after the game launches flat before we get VR in it. Well, that is a possibility. You know, I mean, it's not like that doesn't happen with so many games right you know especially something like this i think even with red did it come out when it came out in resident evil 7 was it on in vr immediately or did it come out flat as well for a while i think it was a few months if i'm not mistaken but again this was when i first came to vr mm -hmm. so um i could be wrong about that but i was i'm thinking it was like three to six months and then it had vr support 
Yeah, it just depends. Again, There's so many out. factors, right? You know, how many people are going to buy it for PC, PSVR 1? How well would it run? Is it not viable? Is it not going to run as, as bad, good as they would want it to? So they figured it's better to wait. I don't know. Um, but hopefully, uh, you know, my thought is, is if it's concerning you, then I probably should be concerned about it. Um, yeah, Uncle he says that they could hold it for a PSVR two launch, but I think that would be <clears throat> that would be a mistake if they're intentionally doing that just to support the PSVR two launch. Because, I mean, this game's going to be old news by then. I mean, that's a long time to wait. This game comes out in May, you know, uh, May this year, and it's going to be late twenty twenty two at the earliest before anybody has a PlayStation VR two. So. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm starting to get a little bit concerned. I am holding out a little bit of hope because there is a big Resident Evil event in April. Uh, we, we, they could be holding the uh, announcement for then. That's when uh, the Resident Evil 4 VR is rumored to be revealed is in April. So hopefully that's when they'll do eight as well. Uh, I, I think if April comes and goes and we don't hear anything, uh, I think that uh, I think the likelihood shifts to this being a PSVR 2 title, which is good on one hand. I mean, it'll be a better game in the long run, but man, I don't want to wait for it. Well, that's a good point, though. I mean, if they've got an anniversary coming in April, it would make sense from that standpoint to announce it then, right? So there's hope. Yeah, the thing is, is this is a, this is a Sony thing. It's not Capcom's call when this gets announced mm. so capcom historically uh yields to sony on this so it's it's sony's call so it's kind of weird if they're holding out for a capcom mm. event yeah to, to announce it you know true but that's my hope anyway yeah well, I'm anyway uh let me know uh what you think in the comments down below let me know what uh excited you the most today what was it after the fall was it doom 3 what do you think about doom 3 are, are you excited that that you're going to get a version now with all new textures and shaders all new sound effects and aim support uh let me know in the comments down below and let me know what piece of news we didn't talk about that you're most excited for uh is it cookie pie is it something else mm. uh tune in on sunday we're going to talk all uh, about all that stuff uh if you're new to the channel Again, please click the big red button and the bell uh, to uh, stay up with all of our content and uh, help our channel go. We grow. We really appreciate all of you guys uh, who have done so already. And for those of you who are supporting us on Patreon, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Thanks, Shiny, for joining the ranks. And uh, again, uh, we're going to start thanking you publicly. So if you don't want to be recognized for your contribution to our channel and our community, uh hit me up privately let me know so uh so i don't put your name in there and uh again those of you who don't want the conversation to end well it never ends on uh, on our discord and all you got to do is scroll down to the description below you'll find an invitation uh all you gotta do is click that accept and uh welcome home you'll be in our home we welcome you into our home but uh shoes off at the door please mm. we just put new carpet in yeah absolutely and i'll tell you what you had me at cookie pie bro cookie pie man who doesn't love gamer tech says uh gamer tech says i'm pretty certain rea and vr will happen i'm 100 percent sure of that 
that's not my worry gt my worry is is that they're going to make it a psvr2 game um i don't want that i think that's a mistake to wait that long to do that so um west wants I, it I'd, be cu- I'd be curious to know what you think I, i'm i'm certain that it's going to get vr but uh i just don't want to wait for it yeah, me selfishly so anyway would you would you play it on pc vr if you had to wait on our i guess you uh, i said you wouldn't be able to in vr right like in if there was like some crazy mod for it or vorpix support was just so spot on then yeah yeah i would i mean i've got better headsets on pc vr anyway so yeah um good point so yeah i absolutely would but i mean if it's if it's coming to p svr confirmed in three months i'll just wait for native native vr support yeah anyway with that said friends i'd like to thank you all once again for watching and for roots i'm wes we'll see you sunday bye now take it easy